Thanks to BetterHelp for supporting FilmSack. For 10% off your first month, go to BetterHelp.com slash FilmSack and start living a better life today. In the year of 2019, hurricanes, tornadoes, floods, and droughts unleashed a wave of destruction upon our planet. We didn't just lose towns or beachfronts. We lost entire cities. Zap! <laughs> this is Film Zack. Sure. Hello, one and all, and welcome to Film Sack. This is Film Sack episode 533. I'm Scott Johnson. This show is mining the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind. Welcome to November. Joining me today, Brian, first thing he did was touch a frozen arm from a man who died and watched it fall off Dunaway. Right. Ah, shit. Oh, hi. <laughs> and in case you missed it, the four of us who form Film Sack Legendary Defender has spent a little over a decade watching crappy movies and defending the earth from angry acting, bad science, and predictable plot points. And with that in mind, I think I'm finally ready to reveal my most ingenious plan to date to fight against the Hollywood-made menace that is pushing us to the brink of a tropu storm. That's right, a <laughs> tropu storm. For years, we have been warned of the dangers of trope warning hell al gore tried to warn us about the dangers years ago with a ladder and a powerpoint presentation but did we listen nope because he's an idiot and he thinks he invented the internet okay maybe he never actually said he invented the internet but the damage is done cred lost you're out of there you're out of here man see you gore anywho i have been twitter sating that's conversating on twitter with neil degrassi tyson on the idea of sending up satellites into the troposphere to form sort of a net over Hollywood that will shoot down any tropes before they can group up and, well, other tropes and tip the scales to a full-on Armageddon. A much better movie. <laughs> oh, look! Degrassi responded to my idea. Hey, man, this is just a parody account of the real Neil Degrassi Tyson. Well, that is disappointing. Oh, there's more. Also, I am no scientist, but I don't think you can launch satellites into the troposphere. That is uh, more like where airplanes hang out and stuff good luck is also troposphere whatever well now i feel a little embarrassed whatever i'm just the idea man randy you son of a bitch thank the space mexican thank him (laughs) (laughs) i'm from mexico look look at my look at my tag on my shirt yeah that guy was stoked about his representation Uh, yeah we made it to space look at that well done also with us randy cross your fingers that him and the german lady will be okay jordan Aloha, Scott. Brian. Brian. And if it please the committee, I've prepared a statement. Honorable members, uh, senators, I I don't know if I'm in the House or a Senate committee hearing, and honestly, it doesn't matter because I'm a renegade. My name is ridiculous. Jake Lawson. That's right. I don't respect (laughs) you or my brother over there or anyone. I'm getting a divorce, baby, and I'm going to live in the middle of nowhere, Florida, to prove how valuable I am to the entire world. 
before I go piss off my wife and lose custody of my daughter, I should tell you, you're going to completely destroy the world in a few years because you didn't follow my three rules for being a hero, scientist, machinist, fighting software engineer, space cowboy. Number one. You gotta be bad. You gotta be bold. You gotta be wiser. You gotta be hard. You gotta be tough. You gotta be stronger. You gotta be cool. You gotta be calm. You gotta stay. To- I'm sorry. That's Desiree. I got my notes mixed up. Hold on. Let's just go. Number two, have a secret code with one other person in the world and then make it so that that other person is in a position of surprising power and authority and opportunity as one does. Number three, always look around and ask yourself who's the misdirection? See how the president is slick and a little swarthy and the secretary of state looks like a kindly grandpa. Boom. There's your misdirection. Profiling is bad. Jake Lawson out. (laughs) He's a maverick. You got your head all harassed. All right. Finally, Brian, that's how he drives when he's in Hong Kong as well. Totally is. Exactly. Hey, Zazzy Beats. I just got a really weird message from my brother, and I need your help to decipher it. See, here at the 2 minute and 21 second mark, he mentions going fishing with our dad. We never went fishing with dad. Dad hated fishing. Hmm. Makes me wonder if he's using a secret code that he and I came up with back when we were kids. The only way to be sure is if we listen to the rest of his message and see if we spot any other inconsistencies. Then I'll know if he's using a prime number binary code alternating negative number multiplier square root alphanumeric Hmm. replacement code. (laughs) What's that? Wait, jump back a few seconds in the message. Did he just talk about when we went to college? We didn't go to college. Our mom just put us in a canoe with some oars and took pictures so we could try to get in with a rowing scholarship. Mm. That must be another clue. Hmm. Oh, hold on. Did you hear that? He mentioned the Grammy Awards. We didn't win that year because it turned out that we were lip syncing. Ah, we better write down these time codes. We'll be able to figure out the real message he was trying to give us. Huh? Yeah, he did just talk about when he took me to get my vaccine. Did I? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm totally immunized. Anyway, gotta run. Tornado coming. <laughs> wow. Tornado. Aaron Rodgers ripped from the headlines. Yeah, well ripped done. Ripped from mm-hmm. today's headlines. Yeah, that was that was uh, more nice. more current I, and I up to date. Yeah. Tell if I was uh, watching the news or Geostorm uh, when I wrote <laughs> yeah. my intro. Yeah. I've been both. Could have been both. Sure. <laughs> As, has there uh, there hasn't been a good like immediate meme factory like Aaron Rodgers in a while? Oh no, this <laughs> is. Uh, I, I am just. Yeah. I am loving the memes. The memes are the best. Yeah, sure. Me, our modern day meme machine is pretty uh, formidable, but occasionally something will that's come up where it really machine it puts it to the test. I, I, know, I, I like the, the, I like meme machine. Yeah, the meme yeah, machine. That's one meme machine. One meme machine. <laughs> the meme dream fighting machine. So as you heard in the intros uh, at various times, the movie is Geostorm. And uh, this is a movie directed by Dean Devlin. You don't know him, but you do because you, this guy wrote every him. every single one of those Emmerich film things. So yeah. 2012 and uh, Day After Tomorrow or whatever that was called. Uh, <laughs> what are what was that? What wasn't right? So was yeah, he he co-wrote co- before okay, so, 2012 yesterday. Right. Yeah. Okay. So let's. I'll I'll tell you who Dean Devlin is. This is his first. This is his directorial debut. This is his first chance to really kind of get out there and do his thing. Yeah. Uh, without Roland. Now, Dean Devlin and Roland Emmerich, they both are co-writing stuff for a while, disaster movies, and he's really just best known for his writing. He is a great idea man. Yeah, Execution? Lots of ideas. Yeah, he wrote Independence so Day, wrote Star Tra- or, uh, Stargate, wrote Godzilla, yeah, the, the Godzilla. Remake. Yeah. 
and go ahead yeah. and finish off the the six pack for film Un- universal also, soldier yeah and one more uh, uh, see, oh, wait, we... it's not six i'm sorry he's double credited for godzilla it's five we, this is oh, our okay. fifth the dean devlin film and godzilla yeah. again yeah <laughs> another godzilla one more godzilla <laughs> uh not really known for he did do a movie in 2018 the year uh next the very next year called bad samaritan and i i don't know what this is david right. tennant robert sheen uh sheehan sheehan I don't yeah. know what that now, is. He's mostly he's mostly producing nowadays, and he has his own streaming service where uh, there's, just, there's stuff on there. What? It's, uh, I think Devlin it's a, electric. Devlin electric. Plus. Yeah, it's like it's Devlin Plus. That was uh, I think it's Electric <laughs> Now or something like that. So he's went more to the producer side. Like I said, this guy knows when he hears a good idea, and he he's got some good ideas. It's just execution. He needs somebody around him to really execute. That's yeah, but I would course. argue some of these other movies we've mentioned are equally or worse bad. Like I think that well, the, the Independence Day sequel is not terrible. financially. No, I mean, that's true. If we're counting only money, sure. But the <laughs> the Independence Day sequel is categorically bad. Uh, mm-hmm. Worse than this movie, I think. Unmemorable right. is the the biggest uh, flaw of that one. Yeah, well, I think, he he also wrote helped write that. So you're now welcome. he wrote a ton of Stargate stuff, including the film, which I think the film was bad execution, but the the series yeah. are all great, and there's he wrote tons it, of those scripts. So hats off. Remember, to him for whenever that. I say Dean Devlin can't execute, that's <laughs> you gotta you gotta realize that hey, he's been in charge of a multi million dollar movie. I never have, so he's actually able to. To execute, but when we look at his peers and we compare movies, it seems like this seems to be like his weakest point. I heard you execution. say "texecute," which sounds like a Texas execution. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. You say you say thank the Mexican, thanks the Mexican. <laughs> so, and and you know Dunaway already mentioned it in his greeting, and it's just like it is the most pervasive thing about this film to me is. It feels like an attempt to make Armageddon two. Like yeah. it, it doesn't mm-hmm. just it doesn't just come off as Armageddon two. Like it, it, it sounds like Armageddon two. The plot follows all the basic beats, but it also feels like that was the point, right? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. Devlin mm-hmm. set out <laughs> to make mm-hmm. Armageddon two, and then when no one was willing to make Armageddon two, he's like, oh, I'm just change the name. I'll just write well, about, about some satellites. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was gonna say, do you feel do you feel like it it's as much Armageddon 2 as it is just Armageddon 2 follows the same uh list of tropes that you've got to follow in order for your action so, movie. So and it just happens to be the Armageddon 2 was was you, you know you connected. ask an excellent question. What part of this what of this movie remains that was actually Dean Devlin's total vision because it was taken away from him. Uh, it reviewed poorly in screenings. Uh, and so they had, they, you know, a couple yet people they decided in. not to change anything. Yeah. Oh, they did change some stuff. They changed a bit. Yeah. They, they reshot. They stuff. Did. Okay. Yeah. They brought yeah. in uh, Jerry Bruckheimer himself. Yeah. Like the, the man who made, that's why it feels like that. <laughs> the, the man who produced uh, Armageddon <laughs> along with Michael. Right. Bay, right. Yeah. And uh, so they had all, a bunch of reshoots. There was apparently a, a complete like, page one rewrite uh they didn't use it all but they you know they had all this uh you know script by this person named leta calagritis okay right i i she i don't know i'm not familiar with her work as a writer right but uh like apparently wrote shutter island which was oh We've a done good that. movie. Yeah, like, did we do that? I we like that. that. Yeah. No, we yeah. haven't sacked Shutter. We haven't sacked it. Okay. No, 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 we have not. We all, I think we the all island. liked it. 
I don't know if we've right. ever done a. Oh no, that's not true. We did Taxi Driver, but, but we haven't done a lot of Scorsese movies. I think that's right. it. I think yeah. that's the only one we've done. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so sorry. so Jerry Bruckheimer comes in with the, this good screenwriter, does a bunch of reshoots, and the director that reshot all this stuff is named Danny Cannon. Mm-hmm. Danny right. Cannon, I love that Danny name. Danny Cannon, <laughs> and he's just a uh, you know he's just like a, he he uh, directed Judge Dredd. You know he's like a mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he's a director. Yeah, yeah, he does you things. Know? He does, <laughs> he does things. But, yeah. but the thing is, like, it sounds like the movie wasn't as Armageddon two ish at first as it became right. in the final cut. Yeah, right. I, I, you definitely so get that, you, you get the feeling that something was up. Something's weird. Yeah, like it, it, I definitely felt like a lot of scenes were like we would jump to a scene and like, wait a minute, what just happened? That was a weird jump. I felt like that. And when I went back and read trivia afterwards, I was like, okay, that's making sense. And like. There's some really weird things going on. Like they even replaced uh, the mom back at home. They replaced the actress. I'm like, wow, how bad was that performance that they had to bring in? Because that was inconsequential. Wait, the mom. mom, Oh, the the divorce mom. Yeah, the divorce mom. No, that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, Why? why, why? Catherine Catherine Winnick was the original. um, Yeah. Because she barely uh, says anything. Like she, yeah, I was yeah, going right. to call her chick in the bucket almost, even though she was sort of always there. You could see her head sticking out of the bucket the whole time. But it was like <laughs> well, her, her with the her with the kid is a straight up ripoff oh, of Armageddon. Yeah. Yes, um, the son watching. Yeah, the, what's the, the guy he didn't know is his dad on yeah. TV. Yeah. Yeah. Who yeah. who is that yeah. actor? Uh, uh, I forgot his the name. Dad. Oh, oh my God! All I things. know his name. He's in Postman, which is coming up soon. For <laughs> He's us. been everything. I love him to death. I and now, why? If you hadn't asked for. Yeah. I, can't think of his I name. could have presented it's a race. It, it's instead, a race. Who's going to find it first? And uh, instead, I'm going to stall. As in, if it remember quickly. the Titans? He was the coach. He was the Will Patton. Will Patton. Will Patton. Will Patton. There, Will Patton. Patton. Will Patton. there it is. Money there goes to it. Good job. I straight up rip off. And then, like, there's other there's other straight up rip offs. Like the scene yeah. where we first the uh, younger brother goes to meet his older brother out in Florida. Like it was right. so it was so Armageddon esque that I was like I was wincing like. Are they doing? Is this an homage? Are they doing yeah, an homage? Yeah, yeah. It was so yeah. weird. It's very weird. Uh, it was, and you know what? He gets, he gets. That's like some of the biggest complaints that Dean Devlin gets from this film. But I, I'm like, I'm like, I would like to see the original vision. I just don't know if it felt this Armageddon. Could it, could it be any worse? Is the, <laughs> the original? I, I don't know. It's okay. I mm, yeah. This I want to. Wanna... This movie. This movie depended on a, a couple of things. Uh, some. I. I would have been fine with all what was going on if they had just shown me something impressive uh, in the in the death. But we just went down the whole checklist. It's like let's see, we need to destroy you know this town, this town, and we're they're always going to be someone. It's going to be the monster movie looking over your shoulder, running from some CG. It was just like check, it... check, check. Yeah. And they do the same thing Shit. where it's like, all right, let's follow one one random yeah. civilian in one this town, girl. and you see, oh my god, oh she is that woman gonna escape all the killer hail yeah. uh, in Tokyo, and she finally ducks into a corridor. Meanwhile, yeah. like you know, forty eight people in the background have been smashed <laughs> to death by the killer hail, but let's focus. You know, we focus on this one so that we have someone to care about. The yeah. right, the the people running on the beach. That is the funniest <laughs> scene because I had to replay it back for it Katie because so she wasn't hilarious. watching. Yeah. <laughs> the the frozen so beach Rio Beach where everyone's like just frozen in mid run yeah. as they're yeah. trying to escape. The Wait, beach. speaking but, of chick in the bucket real quick here, I think I may have just discovered it in retrospect. The girl that ran out in front of everybody and made it sort of, 
Yes. Yeah, down um, through the, beat yeah. the plane and everything. The last yes. scene right. is the plane crashing and a bunch of shards of of, of uh, ice and frozen, frozen people, frozen yeah. pilot chunks, <laughs> pilot chunks all coming <laughs> toward her and smacking against the wall. And then that's the end of that. Right. Yeah. I assume. Oh, I don't know what to assume with her. Did she? I, I would have. I would have wanted just to see a random like, civilian that you're supposed to right. care about long enough to to see the disaster. All right, I well, needed I'm, like an end scene with her, like in you know, it, you know, at the psychiatrist, you know, talking about all of it. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Once those pilot chunks melted, it smelled horrendous. Yeah, I'm giving <laughs> well, it to her. We grab a bucket. That's her. She wins. She gets it. I think. Uh, I think Michael Bay would have given us a better movie, or or, or would have at least given us better characterizations. Like if I. If if you can trust Michael Bay here, uh, like he would have taken the Hong Kong scientist mm-hmm. who right. ends up who ends up in in uh, America o- overnight. God. That's a really remarkable. Yeah, that was crazy. Trip yeah, he makes some Game of Thrones teleportation. Yeah. <laughs> but like Michael Bay would have had that guy survive, yeah. and he would have survived right. all the way to the end of the movie. He would have made it through the whole thing because he's an escaper, right? Yeah. And these are the, like yeah. you you have these like minor heroes in a good movie like this who managed to be escape artists throughout the disasters right yeah and, but they didn't turn, oh, I hated that no way. killing that guy was like shocking to me not, really? and, and not in a good way not like oh i'm so entertained I this was, is like no i was he just like he I died meaninglessly yeah. you know and i'm like why yeah. i was yeah. i was pissed because i knew exactly what they were going to do as soon as he made the phone call Oh, we gotta meet, and I gotta tell you everything. But I'm not gonna say anything right now. But we're gonna meet later. I'm like, oh, f- he's gonna die like right as he's right as he's about to say something. I'm like, ah, oh, right. man, come on, he's crossing the Tropes. street. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you like, knew that oh. was gonna happen. I had a feeling that he was not long yeah. for the world either. Partly because he was he was really putting in a shit performance. It wasn't it wasn't anything to write home about. And I was like, well, <laughs> his his time with us is limited. I can just tell on the face of it. <laughs> I, well, he, I don't, he had to escape from a natural disaster, or not a natural, an unnatural disaster right. in Hong Kong, <laughs> which, which ended up playing out like every other one. Apparently, the way this thing works is when the weather starts going wacky, you just need to run directly away from the center of the city. And you'll yeah, be right. fine. Yeah, you'll, you'll you will okay, escape right? it. Yeah, it only right. moves at about five miles per hour yeah. <laughs> from the center of the city outwards. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the effects, I, did like, uh, I will I, give them I, some credit for that. The effects, every time there was a, an attack or a thing blown up or whatever, and I know this movie's relatively recent, so the effects better yeah, be good at this stage. 17. 17, yeah. So it wasn't that long 17. ago. Um, that They all looked great. Like, nice effects, yeah. well done, you know, mm-hmm. on that. But it all felt uh, empty, because they were so like, here are people talking, 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 and then here's a massive scene of of crazy stuff. Yeah. But it just felt like they were two different movies, almost like B roll. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And right. Daniel yeah. Wu's scene, which I think is probably from the original, maybe from Devlin's perspective, uh, in uh, the one where he's like walking around the city and it's starting to get hotter, and you're starting to get mm. little clues that something's his eggs about on the sidewalk, and right, yeah, that was cool. And the, that that was cool. That was a really good scene. And then they just after that, they was just like, nah, let's just get through these uh, disasters. Let's just. By the way, I wrote down in my notes that the chicken in the bucket was the cat in the refrigerator. Yes, oh, yes. Yeah. that's that a good cat, one. I mean, that one. cat got absolutely murdered by <laughs> lava, but, but we don't know that for sure. Right? Yeah. Right. He might have been safe if he still yeah, was yeah. in the fridge. Yeah. 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 Fridge, We've seen what Indy did. Enough. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, I'm I mean, sure it just will save you. It blew him. It blew him free of the debris, I guess, or of the of the <laughs> yeah. blast right. zone. Yeah, there, there, there's there's moments in this where I where I did go, oh, there's more to this. Oh, no, no, there's not. There's not more to that. That's just five seconds of that guy. I thought there'd be more to it, and it does make yeah. sense that maybe that more to it stuff was what was cut or changed or 
or, or whatever. And they were just hoping we didn't notice, but I don't know. Tonally you can tell. I, yeah. I, like I said, I, in some ways I'm like, God, I really wish I could see the director's cut. And I'm like, no, I don't. <laughs> I don't want to see that. It's no good. I don't want to see it. Yeah. I mean, people hated it. Also, something happened with this movie. Look, the studio had no faith in this, even after the reshoots and everything. Right. They had no faith in it. Usually on Thursday nights, you'll get a sneak peek. They'll run the sneak peeks at the theater. They mm-hmm. did not. They, la- they launched this thing on Friday and said, please just give us some money over the weekend before everybody finds out what a shit show this is. Yeah. Just give us as much money as possible. Yeah, it definitely and felt so, that way. I mean, yeah. it's unfortunate. I even felt like the music got reused. I mean, that music was the same oh. music all these effing movies used. It's the yeah. same. And I, I really, it's like, totally legitimately thought, did they take this from, like, literally Armageddon, Armageddon or something mm-hmm. else? You yeah. know? Like, no, it was, yeah. it was a change of 10%, and it's fine. That's all you have <laughs> yeah. to do. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, I guess so. That's just nuts to me, though. Because it, it, to me, it was, like, painfully obvious mm-hmm. that this is yeah. that thing that they all do since I want to say earliest Bruckheimer stuff like Crimson Tide and you know early 90s uh, Bruckheimer business the rock whatever they all had this kind of thing going on and this movie had that and I just thought well we've done it (laughs) we've come full circle and they're just using one of the old ones and hoping we don't notice it feels like a variation on what these composers heard John Williams doing in the eighties. Mm, okay, like he, right. he had this, you know, this bombastic, uh, Imperial March kind of sound. Yeah. And then right, right. they all, they all just took it from there. Yeah. I can uh, hear that. This composer, I, I mean, we, we can talk about this later, but this composer is named Lauren Balfa oh. and, uh, did some, has done some good work. Like sure. has, has some, there's some good music out there by this composer. Uh, especially the Lego Batman movie, which you guys need to all watch and listen to. I have really good. I love it. But uh, yeah, this is such a ripoff. This, I mean, it really feels like someone said, make this sound exactly like Armageddon. Go. Yes. Yeah. 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 Look, I, I love tropes in movies because it's a shortcut. It's a, it's a language shortcut, right? It's like, okay, we don't need to, we don't need to like stay here too long. It's a trope. We know it's for the story. Let's move on. But when your movie is trope after trope after trope, you end up at the end of the movie going, wow, I just like somebody threw up me with, with tropes. It's just <laughs> how many tropes yeah, on, yeah. The, on tropes TV? How many tropes is this thing? got? It's probably got all of them. Yeah. Every oh, single right. Because, yeah, you can look it up by the movie and see right. the list of them. I was oh, almost going to get I have a box of um, movie cliches. It's like a board game thing that I uh, kickstarted back with Kickstarter. But it's really not as much a board game as it's a box of tropes. And you've got groups of romance movies, sci-fi movies and action movies. And I almost got it out and just like put every time one would come up, I'd pull that card out and set it aside so I could bring it today. But, uh, oh my God, do you have a day? God is this page scrolls <laughs> on and on forever. It'd be easier. It'd be easier so, just to take the, the action card deck and take out the ones that weren't in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be <being> quicker. <laughs> and I, and I, you know, as much as I, I'm, I'm, I understand when a studio sort of not interferes, I guess it is interference, but when a studio messes oh, yeah. with the, vision of a director or screws around mm-hmm. with story or whatever because they feel whatever or whatever this feels like one of those you could put the blame on them because they yeah. <clears throat> they basically weaseled it into being a ripoff of all these movies we're talking about and yeah. it's unfortunate because in my opinion because I know this is controversial slightly uh, the Gerard Butler uh, film of just two years later 
uh, Greenland. Green, Greenland, which is basically it's a superior version of what they're happen. trying to do here. Like it's a mm-hmm. better movie about yeah, the ecological end of- disasters happening that needs to be yeah. resolved. Right? And, it, and, and this one's, it's this one's heavy-handed. Yeah. This one like punches you in the face. Exactly. It's, I mean, it's easy to laugh at and go, oh, I can't believe they made two of these, but it's better. It's just a better movie. Right. And yeah. it has more it heart and better. has more character Agreed. study and has more stuff you expect from your films. And I don't know, that must annoy this director to see. <laughs> I don't think Dean Devlin's, I think Dean Devlin's past it. Like I said, he's producing stuff. The man, you know, he, he works, he does things. He's an idea man. Yeah, he's doing I'm, a lot I'm of TV now. Nothing wrong with um, that. Did anyone else think of the beginning of Tropic Thunder throughout this movie? <laughs> no. No, why? <laughs> okay. no, no. I don't remember. I, don't, I, so, I saw Tropic Thunder. I don't remember the beginning. Though. Yeah, so there's a bunch of fake trailers to establish that these yes. are actors who have made oh, other movies. Okay, yeah. And one of them is a Ben Stiller action series oh, called yeah. Scorcher. Yeah. Scorcher too, <laughs> and when the world called upon one man four more times, yeah. and uh, it was just like it, it. I don't know. There's something about the Scorcher trailer <laughs> that was just precisely like this. I've not seen that yeah. movie in what feels like a thousand yeah. years. Yeah. So hold up, but a this, long time. Do, do, the, the can, disaster can in, movie in 2021. Can we enjoy Tropic Thunder? I'm just curious. Is it yes, absolutely. <laughs> Go for it. Yeah. Maybe with the exception of one line, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It just feels it feels not not so much problematic as just like is it still is it funny still? I don't know. I think it is. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Hmm. Okay. I would All take right. your well, advice and watch. We'll let, we'll let you die on that hill. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't it might be great. Guys, yeah. Hardly at all. Yeah. The, the disaster while. movie itself is a trope. Like yeah, it's a right. it's a pile of things that are in all disaster movies, and that's why we have a hard time fully giving in and enjoying it mm-hmm, because right. you, there's nothing in here you haven't seen before and several yeah, times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? well, that's true. Like it's I, not. I yeah. think I could have. Go ahead. And, and one of the things, one of the weaknesses of it. Uh, oh God, the the weakness of it is they they blame it all on a virus, right? Yeah. So I mean, they mm-hmm. just go, oh, there's a virus. However, there's obviously very real intent behind specific things. Uh, Robert Sheehan plays Duncan Taylor in this. He's, uh, you remember, you've seen him in the uh, Netflix, uh, what's it called? What's the, what's the show called he's in? Uh, it's uh, just, uh, Larry's Larry's Empty Barrel. I have no Larry's idea. Empty <laughs> Barrel. No, you goober. I have no it's idea. The umbrella, it's the Umbrella Academy. Oh, plays okay. His, uh, Klaus. Oh. He plays Klaus. Oh, oh, so okay. he's, the, he's the bad guy, right? He's the oh. one who injects... Uh, Hence right. one injects the uh, virus. Right. Now I virus. recognize the face. It was bugging me that I couldn't tell that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Bare- and, uh, barely and used, that, way underused that guy in this. Way under, mm-hmm. I, and mm-hmm. actually I feel like there was there was more there and it got cut. I don't know if they, because it really felt like that lots of times. It's like there was, it felt like they were more familiar, familiar with each other than they portrayed in the actual scene to scene. So once again, don't know. I don't know what was cut. I can't say, but uh I found it, you know, a lot of things that were happening that should have been intentional. It's like they kind of blamed on the virus and hard drives. I don't even know what that technology is, but hard drives act weird. Yeah. I don't know what, mm-hmm. what they're doing in this movie with hard drives, but yeah. that's yeah, not how hard they drives have, work. They have supernatural Wi-Fi in this movie. <laughs> right. It's insane. They can have a real-time conversation with no lag between uh, Florida and space. And space, and, right, yeah. This is supposed to be the year 2022 because it's supposed to be 2019 was the kickoff was time. the beginning yeah the beginning then three years later so 2022 so and we're still way, talking can, the future can i have close. a trip alert on that, <clears throat> that of course. Right there? you can always have that here you start out with this huge uh, conflict around all these characters 
And then you just mm-hmm. go, three years later, I'm sorry, yeah. what? Did you just take away all the stakes? You just took away all <laughs> yes. the stakes. Now I don't care at all what you just showed me. Yeah, that was it's weird. Because three years later. Right. Right. That what? was weird. Why, why? I've never, in fact, that really blew through me too. And that's why I used it as the intro clip today. You you did all the, the stuff. All It's all done. You did all the right. stuff. All the stuff that I would have cared I mean, about was done. They had the big, you know, I mean, they had like, like, it was a really big, big up build up at the very beginning because it's like, oh, look, we got the, uh, we got the, the Oasis, Oasis brothers here, the Ga- the Gallagher's, they're breaking <laughs> up and tearing the performance. And you're like, sweet. And yeah. uh, then we don't get any conflict. We just get next scene, angry child who's narrated the intro. <laughs> we're, we're supposed to believe that absolutely nothing changed for three years. Uh, right. Yeah. Well, although just, a, well, then massive, why, why go, a massive increase in technology, like suddenly we can do some serious tech shit. That right. and I, I mean, I, I see that the opposite is also a terrible trope where you try to pack a, a world of disasters into a 48 hour period. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And I, right. and I just can't take it. It's too much for me to follow, it's you know, lot, because yeah. it all happens too fast, but I'm sorry. That's the way to make this movie. Yeah. Pack yeah. it all in. Like yeah. be, when you just jump forward three years, I'm like, what? So like, that's enough time that some people could have gone to jail and gotten out. Someone could have a toddler now that wasn't, you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 No, it's a big, it's a big whoop. I, uh, I, I wish that I wish it would have focused more on. I don't know. It, it seemed to want us also be a little preachy and go. We're stewards of so the nature. Handed. Nature I mean, is our. We are caretakers of the thing and blah blah blah. And her little speech at the end about how we're all yeah. in this together. And I'm like, all right. Well, I get how that annoys some people, but I also think you need to be like, if that's your message, then go. Right. If it's not that, your message, you know, then don't. It, Mm-hmm. And that that kind of uh, that kind of I think that kind of attitude about how we were talking about it would have been good. I don't know how many years ago, but at this point in time, we're all very bitter. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so it's like <laughs> when this movie came out, we're all very bitter about all this. It's like, and we don't we don't need. It was kind of like when Superman four took all that tried to get rid of all the nuclear weapons it was too late you know we'd already we were already bitter about the nuclear weapons you i love that you going, still remember what the hell the plot points of that movie were right I don't remember so anything. i mean it's like it's I just like remember it's, nuclear man with his uh yeah weird costume yeah, yeah. but it. that was that was the, the the rub it was like oh yeah we're just gonna have superman just throw all the nukes into the sun because and it's like no we're too jaded for that at this point that might have been kind of cool back in the early days yeah. of this information but now we're all kind of mad and jaded don't yeah. give me a you know your little happy spiel yeah i don't want that I, either <laughs> and i just like i actually want to i want to say i liked the end of this movie i i liked the end of the movie i felt like it because was, it was over uh, the, <laughs> i like that it ended <laughs> and and what they did was even though it was a, a bit ham-handed they yeah. they made it personal again they made it about a couple of brothers and the daughter and what their lives look like and sound like now. Mm-hmm. And right. that, that personal touch is what makes movies. It makes, it especially makes action movies. And again, it, it made, it made Armageddon look so freaking good. Like the, you know, all the scenes, there's a scene where Bruce Willis goes to recruit Ben Affleck after having fired him and run him off. And it's out, it's out in the like oil patch yeah, and they're right. talking across a fence and mm-hmm. it's just, it's just funny and personal 
And it's right. like, well, wait, was this before or after the animal cracker dipped into Liv Tyler's belly before. button? <laughs> before. Okay, That's thank how you. I okay, tell right, time right. in general. Before and a- yeah. before animal cracker, yeah. after animal cracker. AC, BC. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> exactly. <laughs> cracker before cracker. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like it's... It doesn't have to, it doesn't have to be bombastic. There don't have to be huge, uh, you know, purpose, just like have a couple of, of characters talking to each other and mm-hmm. it's fun and interesting and funny. Yeah. And like that, the movie managed to stick the landing for me, mm-hmm. even okay. though, even though it never did that along the way, like there was one scene where the young brother and his girlfriend, his illicit girlfriend were mm-hmm. at home together. And I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah. This is a good movie. I'm enjoying this movie right now. Yeah. Yeah. What a I, weird that that relationship was weird too. I mean, the idea that she's like some kind of rogue secret. She like she answers to no one really. Yeah. She and she had she's kind just of a weird a anomaly, John, like a John Wick kind of thing going. Yeah. I don't know. There's something. About I her. loved it. I did. I did. I I will admit. I turned my brain off and I allowed myself to enjoy the stupid ass chase through the lightning storm under the bridge. <laughs> I, I I allowed myself to enjoy those few moments well, let me yeah I, I did too actually i thought that stuff was all right i actually think she's pretty great i didn't know this though abby yeah. cornish is her name um mm-hmm. yes, she abby is cornish. known she's like she's like the proper florence Pugh. oh yeah absolutely <laughs> she is known uh she's getting overtaken by straight the actual lace sister Pugh. well yeah i'm just saying, like yeah. her straight lace sister yeah that's but, what she feels like but anyway she she is mo- is known also for her under her rap name dusk I didn't know yeah, this. She's a rapper. Really what? That. Yeah. Abby Cornish? She raps and she's she in a, she's from Australia. I didn't know about the Australia yeah, thing or the dust thing. So there you mm-hmm. go. Little fun trivia there for you. She's I uh, did not know that. Is that is that is she poking fun at is she poking fun at me? Is I she mean, poking fun at me? Everyone's poking <laughs> fun at sure. you all the time, Brian. That's just the rule. Great. That's the way it is. Did well, you, guys you, see my you liked her in uh, Sucker Punch, didn't she, Brian? Yeah, I did. She was uh sweet pea. She was uh she was the innocent one, right? Oh. So I don't so remember. Did that you guys many. see my, in yeah uh, in Discord? I posted a I posted a little a little blurb. There was a Smithsonian write up about uh, Geostorm right before it came out. Smithsonian was kind of checking out and said, "Oh, interesting, a Geostorm." And they called. Uh, they reached out to Warner Brothers to speak to a consulting scientist, <laughs> but none were available. Wait, so Smithsonian. So they reached out to Warner Brothers, like assuming, right, right. pretty much guessing that there wasn't going to be yeah, there's gotta a be, scientific there's gotta be consulting like a, scientist. You guys, for this. <laughs> you guys surely have like some scientist, you know, kind of guiding yeah. your science in your movie, right? Uh, it, no. it feels like such a passive aggressive, <laughs> like, hi, uh, can we talk to one of the scientists that you uh, <laughs> <laughs> consulted for, for your film? Yeah. Oh, not available? You don't say. No. Oh, I have a, hmm. an amazing email for the end of the show that's about this movie and about the science oh. of it, which I won't spoil till we get there, but okay. really? wow. it's great because it goes right along with this. The, the science in this thing is about as loose as a, I don't know. I mean, a <laughs> as hooker joke. As it gets, basically. They yeah. can't even get, they can't even get scale right in this movie, much less, you know, right. like yeah, science. I mean, you think about so. how difficult it was for, uh, the previous administration just to build a few miles of wall. Yeah. Can you yeah. imagine what it would take to build a net a around net. the earth? Oh no. You, a ridiculous. Net. Like, how is it even remotely even like within the realm of possibility that that happens in like two years? And I don't care how much money yeah, you yeah. throw at it, you know, right. or, or yeah. how much but oversight. Even if the whole Toby world from, said, let's, let's do it. Yeah. It's, it, 
And that was the other thing too, is like, do you guys, have you guys ever seen geopolitics? You guys ever done anything political? There's no <laughs> right. way we could right. move this fast on something this, this big, amazing this dangerous. bipartisan bill to create a right. giant net around the earth that we'll have done in two years. Well, my guess is, yeah. yeah, that doesn't happen domestically. Certainly doesn't happen on the world stage, but no. you know, the idea that the world is literally going to die now because of the Swiss right. cheese in the air or whatever. Oh no. You know what I just did? I compared. I was. I watched Finch this weekend, and I now I've conflated the oh, two. No. They called it Swiss cheese. Another uh, another <laughs> ecological disaster. The Earth is I'm over. Looking movie. for the Swiss cheese. Swiss cheese. But Finch. but see the thing I is, really you like probably you, if if it's a good movie, <laughs> bad science doesn't matter because you don't have time to think about it. The worse the movie, the worse mm-hmm. the acting. The more times you have to sit around and think, well, it doesn't make any sense. How can you? Put a giant. Yeah, yeah. See, that's so, a that's a great topic for us at some point. Like, I don't know if we want to have it now or right. whatever. But the the this the suspension of disbelief <clears throat> has some requirements, and I don't right. think they were yeah. met here. Yeah. Like, they so, just like, left me going up. Okay, that wouldn't happen. Up, that wouldn't happen. But a, a more capable <laughs> film would be able to have me suspend that disbelief and not care because right. of the story. And there's nothing good. else. At least pepper the the uh, the the moments of suspend disbelief with some ones that do feel like, oh, that could happen. And it'll let right. you forgive some of the ones that couldn't. This one it, it just you, was a string of, <laughs> right. yeah, that's and not the way you, that works. Yeah. What you do there is you have realistic, believable relationships that then lead you into accepting some of these things. But there's no mm-hmm. believable right. Right. relationships no. exactly no. and you can you right. can prove this for yourself by the way there's a there's a tv tropes pile-up page called sci-fi writers have no sense of scale and <laughs> right. it doesn't it doesn't actually list any films it lists a bunch of sub pages yeah so it's like sci-fi writers have no sense of distance sci-fi writers have no sense of energy <laughs> and if you go into any of those you find a whole list of star trek movies mm. and oh, yeah. and it, it's because like if you're going to write sci-fi, you have to bend the rules and you have to break the rules, right? Yeah. So the no sense of distance one is a good example. And this movie is all over it, right? Like when you look out of the space station and you can see all the satellites clearly, that's no, that's not how, that's yeah. not how distance works. Right. You couldn't, you couldn't have seen <laughs> any of them. Maybe the closest one, if you're really close to it, but you couldn't have seen right. any of the others. And like in this movie, you can see them all clearly and it bugs us. We see that and we go, oh, that doesn't make sense. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, right. but then. There's other movies where you would totally allow that as a viewer. You would just be fine. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm down with that. And it's like the list of Star Trek films really does it for me because I'm looking at them and I'm like, no, uh, Star Trek Five. Oh yeah, that's uh, I, I don't like that movie. But then it's like uh, Star Trek Generations. <laughs> Ooh, I do like that movie. Yeah, and yeah. it's got the same trope. It's got the same exact problem. <laughs> yeah, right? no, you're right. It's if it's yeah. a funny thing because like we what we watched and raved about Aliens, the first Aliens movie, or Aliens, you know, Aliens for that matter, or even Alien Three. All three of those movies, sci-fi epics, gigantic spaces to work in. Like the Nostromo right. is a big ass ship. That is not some dinky little dinghy, you know, out in space. It's this huge <laughs> effing thing. And we don't ever question it. How long it took so-and-so to get from one end to the other. Or how Ripley somehow in the second movie got all the way to where Newt was, where the Queen is, and then all the way back out in such short notice. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Why? Because the writing and the pace and the what we care yes. about is so well preserved that we don't have to get bunged up in that. Movies like this, they just don't seem to they give broke, a shit about that. No, they don't. And also, they broke every rule. First of all, you're, you're fighting two different things. The only thing, only worst way, they, only way they could have made this worse is put time travel in here because they've 
you know, they're doing space things. <laughs> they're doing natural disaster things. Oh, they're doing, they're doing, they're just doing too many things. There's only one political party left. There's only the Democrats apparently, and they're the, the good guy and the bad guy. And I'm like, there's just too many things that are just, just they're trying to just throw it. Yeah. All in there, and I'm like, mm-mm, yeah. mm-mm, get out of here! Like, uh, the what's part- wrong with you? Like, yeah. like uh, the suspense. Usually, the suspense I would have like, there's a scene where uh, where they're 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 out in space and they're yeah. doing a spacewalk. They're trying to recover something, and so they the one one of them gets loose and they're flying out into space. I'm like, oh no, they're flying out in space. I'm like, wait a minute, what does it matter? They're like, there's there's twenty, sh- there's like twenty or just like hundreds of shuttles in the air. There's people all the time. So let's go pick him up. Why are y'all freaking out? Just, you know, mm-hmm. it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. There's nothing to worry about. Right. And I'm like, you took that away from me. I yeah. love, I love the shuttle lineup scenes. <laughs> like there were like three different <laughs> shots where we're yeah. at Cape Canaveral or whatever it is. We, yeah. we don't actually say where this is what Cape Canaveral looks like now in the future. Yeah. We're just at a place yeah. where they have 20 space shuttles ready to go yeah. like yeah. all lined yeah. up and they just fire them off right next to each other yeah that's cool yeah, that's if, like if we're if we're launching that many shuttles okay look launching a shuttle is very uh inefficient and it's fine if you're only doing one you know every so often but if you're like launching them up constantly mm, that's not the way to get the space that's not no. that's not how you do it not gonna get it that's done. expensive yeah 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 i agree yeah, it's a it's a it's a it's a weird take. By the way, <clears throat> I don't know if you noticed this. Uh, this is something I noticed and then went and confirmed it. But Richard Schiff, who's not in this enough, he's also kind of a chick in the bucket. Uh, mm-hmm. Toby from uh, West Wing. Uh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. The, he's a senator who grills yeah. Jake oh, Lawson. Yeah. yeah, which was some of the f- some of the most Best. fun uh, dialogue interactions of of the film, and they're gone early. Right. But anyway, him and Tabitha Bateman have also starred in other disaster films uh, featuring tsunamis. Schiff was in Deep Impact in 98, which we've seen before, and Bateman in The Fifth Wave, which I did not see. I read the book. I never saw the movie. But she, it's funny, when you first see her, I thought, is that Millie Bobby Brown from Stranger Things? She has a little (laughs) bit of a... But then it would have been like Millie Bobby Brown five years ago, before Stranger Things. Yeah, really good point. Wait, no, wait. Is this the little girl? The the daughter? Yeah, the daughter. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's um, with the fifth wave. What? Tell me about that. What is that? It's uh, a a movie about a space invasion, alien invasion, and it's young adult fiction that uh, kind of along the same lines as like Divergent and Maze Runner and and all those. Okay. Um, And the fifth, like basically the fifth wave is the wave where the aliens come down and really take over the planet as opposed to doing stuff from there. Their spaceships. Oh, the first right. Was it was was the, the first wave? What do they? They just kind of like pull like up a, and wave they at pull you. Up, literally, they pull up, roll down the window, and wave at the earth. <laughs> wave at you. Hi, we're aliens. Hi. Hi. Did you? Let you know we're here. Do you write? So was the book good? Since you, you the said it was good. Yeah. yeah, Tina and I both read it, and we were really hoping that the. Um, that the movie would be as good, but we never, I don't think we ever bothered seeing it. <laughs> oh, if you haven't seen it, I wonder how it held up or if it did good. I, I, I love doing that. I love, I know we're a little older, but I love reading uh, young adult fiction occasionally is just mm. like a little treat to go like, okay, I don't want to have to think too yeah. terribly hard. And, I mean, you uh, know, Harry Potter was, is in that absolutely. same boat, right? That's yeah. 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 And it's like, just have a good time. I like Harry fun. Peter. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. <laughs> What's not to like? What's yeah. not to like about the first Harry wave? Peter? By the way, I had to relook it up. It's uh the first wave was an EMP blast that turned off all the all the oh, weaponry. Typical. And, uh, oh, the ability for people to fight back. 
I like all those concepts. I like this mm-hmm. concept. I like all of these post-apocalyptic apocalyptic ideas. Oh, I'm done away. I'm done away. It's today. not just me. Well, it's apocalyptic. <laughs> apocalyptic. Uh, I like all of them. All the concepts are good. And I will watch your movie, even if it's mediocre. And even if it's better, slightly better than mediocre, I would say Finch is that. Uh, you know, it's. I like the concepts. And so please keep bringing right. them. But this is one I would have skipped on in theaters. And I did. But, you know, had I seen it in a theater, I would have been, oh, there goes, you know, 15 bucks I'll never see again. Right. Um, and I don't know why. I don't know why I feel that I, way about this I and not, it. you know, Armageddon or anything else. I loved all those movies. So yeah. what's, what's I, my problem? I saw this before film sack. So thanks a lot for making. Yeah. Me so, I mean, yeah, no, no. <laughs> we made you watch it twice. I mean, what would be your elevator description of this movie is that that a virus takes over an external satellite net around the earth and starts making. Oh. Natural disasters happen. Oh, I like you, that because that has the mystery pitch, to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the word. It's a virus takes over the virus. system is kind of the problem I well, have. And the it's thing like, is, yeah. I spent the whole movie trying to figure out who the bad guy was, right? Because right. Right. I, I didn't buy this vi- virus. I'm not even I – mean, I don't even hear that word. That word means yeah. nothing to me. Mm-hmm. And instead, right. I'm like – they get to the space station and the current lead, the director of the place, is with this woman. And I'm like – Oh, she's the bad guy. She's the one who's causing all this. <laughs> and I, I got to figure out why. And then, you know, after a while, you're like, nah, she's too, they're not portraying her as double faced enough. So maybe right, she's, right. you know is what I mean? Alexandria like, yeah. Maria Lara? Is that who that is? The uh, fast binder? Is that who yeah, that is? Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yes. Yes. She actually, uh, German. Uta. She's yeah. German, really. Yeah, right? I, but I she's Romanian. Romanian, maybe. But okay. yeah. Anyway, yeah, I I I actually Romanian. I liked her performance, but I felt like they have cut a scene because, or either that, or maybe I'm just not getting it. But she really was like, "No, oh, I live here," and I'm like, "What the hell does that mean? I, I live here." <laughs> I mean, I get. Well, she just means she's here, been there. there yeah. you know. I know how to operate all the keypads because right. I live here. Yeah, right. I mean, if she said it once, be like, okay, and then she just shows up later on and goes, mm, "Look at you, dummy," and then clicks. But then right. she had to say also again, reminder: <laughs> trying, I live here. Trying to get here. the wrong door, yeah. dumbass. Right. Look at you, dummy. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> and they had the they had the perfect uh trope team the yeah. this trope team is living on this space station and ready <laughs> ready to uh to get into madcap adventures with you right they have yeah, the, right. the chinese guy and the mexican guy and they have this uh vaguely middle eastern guy i guess he was egyptian or something right <laughs> well, that Based guy was his- egyptian the other guy was the one that got sucked out in a, a scene that really messed me up actually that that guy getting sucked out of the hallway uh Okay. Me out. but he was he was uh afghani yeah. was the idea and that yeah, right, i'm right. a little mad at the movie for playing that card going uh oh he's up to he sabotage things because right. he's the afghani yes. guy and he's mad about exactly. the frozen because we all don't trust him so it must be him it must be him right. and it turns out he was the one that found something wrong and was going to report it and right. got sucked out as a result of that from this virus that's so smart it knows how to suck a guy out of the thing but yeah yeah by the way the before we continue on with them, the 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 Mexican guy uh, Eugenio uh, Derbez, um, huge recommendation for uh, a show he's in or a movie he's in called Coda. He plays a uh, music teacher for um, this girl who's a child of deaf uh, uh, deaf family. Oh, or she's the only yeah, she's the only hearing person in this family of uh, all all deaf. Uh, I heard that was really good. 
Huh. It's really, really good. It's on Apple TV Plus, so you have to, you know, go buy an iPhone so you can watch this movie. Yeah, I love well. it. Brian yeah. always tells people to <laughs> buy hardware to... in order to get yeah, that service. Exactly. I love it's it. You could just pay the way. five bucks a month, yeah. but you know, you go buy an free, iPhone. You get a free month, so just sign up, you guys. <laughs> yeah, just do it. You don't you have to go buy a new anyway, MacBook. Yeah. It's called Coda. He's excellent in it, so I just wanted to. I, like, throw I don't think you should ever stop doing that. That's one of my favorite things. Yeah, whenever Apple TV Plus comes up, he's like, you know, just go buy an iPad and you just buy it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's also the lead on a current series on Apple TV Plus called yes, Acapulco. Acapulco. Yes, I've no. seen the ads for that. Has anybody watched that? I, I not. have not seen it yet. Well, no. he's he's so the lead. He's the person telling the story. But the story is told in flashback, so he's the older version of the character that you see in most of the show. Um, and it's and it's getting really good reviews, and uh, you know I'm tempted to see it uh, as soon as I finish right. watching the current Spanish language well. show I'm watching. <laughs> I, just, I just want to circle back around to Trope Team Six because oh yeah yeah it's, it's so it's so clever to me, and at the same time I was throwing popcorn at the screen because you have the Chinese guy, the Egyptian guy. The right. the African woman, like she literally right. has a Nigerian flag on her sleeve. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. Okay, yeah. movie. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for thank making you for your it. diversity. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for which your only exists, which only by the way exists in space, not on Earth. Yeah, not on Earth. Otherwise, a bunch of white guys. Yeah, we're struggling on Earth. But uh, <laughs> and don't but forget yeah. the you know the aforementioned Klaus bad guy British guy who gets punched in the face by another British guy pretending to have a. Uh, yeah. pretending not to have an accent oh yeah, yeah. right i forgot about that i love that yeah that the, the british now, guy boy that trope that pissed me I guess off he's scottish oh, his brother's scottish? british oh well there you have it uh he that guy, is, that guy annoyed me and i knew from the get-go i'm like he's he's <laughs> yeah. trouble there's some bullshit going on with that guy i do have some scrutiny though hold on a second here's some scrutiny scrutiny there is some uh, trivia in the in the imdb listing that i don't think is i don't know it just seems like somebody's being a dick but anyway it's what it says several <laughs> cast and crew even extras noted that lead star producer uh, Gerard Butler did not appear to know many of his lines. That's the whole thing. <laughs> He's like, you expect me to learn the lines. I don't. I mean, I need a citation some, on stuff like some that. Gerard Butler was, hater yeah. writing stuff on IMDb. Yeah. Well, from, from the studio, right? Like this, like IMDb is a place where studio, uh, you know, folks, go and try to defend their own work right yeah, right and right. so like the you know when this thing fell apart under dean devlin's watch right you have people who were working for dean devlin who were probably trying to cast aspersions on the cast mm-hmm. probably that's the feeling oh, i get yeah, from it called. and uh it cracks me up because i don't know it just seems although, <laughs> although the guardian didn't think too much of gerard butler either i put this review in our discord but it's the review of geostorm is watching gerard butler solve a whodunit is like watching chimpanzees move a piano downstairs a kind of teeth-bearing flea-picking burlesque of recognizable human behavior that's funny for a while until you start to worry about the ethics of it that's the my yes. favorite review. See now that is yeah. a, that is a clever review. Most of the reviews were stuff like <laughs> "Sunny with a chance of a bad movie," and I'm like, "Oh, stop with yeah. your stupid reviews." Oh, that one, crap, you're not going to like good. my Twitter post then. Oh, no, <laughs> no, but that's but that's what Twitter posts are for. Yeah, I don't want my movie reviews to be that. Sure. That's what they're that's what they're for. By the way, Zazie Beats, who oh, was yeah. the uh, was the tech lady down on earth right and she's also she's in that new sh- movie too that she's in the heart oh right yeah. holy shit that's yeah. last now, night i'm watching that going why do i know her because you literally just saw it the night before <laughs> yeah 
And she was also Vanessa on Atlanta, but Zazie Beats. Now that yeah. sounds like a rap name. Yeah, yeah, it does. Right, yeah. she should that, be. A that rapper. is a sweet name. Yeah, she's I love also it. you can uh, even though you can't use uh, real names, uh, you'll never be able to put her name in Scrabble because you only get two Z's. Oh, good point. Oh, yeah, that's she true. Screwed. German Maybe that's American why she did it. Though, but. Maybe she why she did it. But by the way, she's um, uh, she plays a character called Stagecoach Mary, and she's fantastic in that. Yes, <laughs> I love yes. that name. Yeah, she's really good. And I. I was really convinced that she was going to die. She did not die. Usually that role, uh, yeah, it, you yeah. Know, they usually get killed, but yeah, not this right. time. Nope. This time yeah. they were like, hey, that trope, we're going to leave that one. We're not going to no, we're not gonna use, We're not going to use that trope. Come no. On. We're going to use every other trope you've ever heard of, but not that one. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a few moments of that in this movie. Um, the, the original, so this thing was made in, let's see, original film's release date was March 25th, 2016. Uh, this was yeah. They 2015 is when it was actually filmed, I believe. Yeah, it was, 14 and so 15. It, it, so it's old, like yeah, long time ago, sort of by the large scheme right. of things. Warner Brothers canceled the March 2016 date, replaced it with Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice. And then on December of 11th, 2014, the studio shifted Mogwai: Legend of the Jungle to 2018. Mowgli, not Mogwai. Mogwai, said Mogwai. Is <laughs> Mowgli. <laughs> How are you gonna not get wet? What's funny is I in my head is like, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. And Mogwai <laughs> would get wet the first day. It's a damn jungle. <laughs> It'd just be nothing but me and angry gremlins all through the thing. Anyway, and but yeah, it was, it's interesting that this film, you know, the politics of it were uh, from 2014 or 15, right before our, you know, our our politics changed a lot. A whole uh, lot, yeah. Very shortly thereafter, so it, it was interesting. Yeah, it uh, felt like a felt like portrayed. a very different, like an old school take on who's the president, kind of a president. Yeah. And like and, I said, there was only one political party: the Democrats. Yeah, it the was, Democrats. Uh, yeah, yeah. They, they were both good and bad. They yeah, they played were good and evil. Uh, you had uh, so we haven't even talked about Ed Harris or Andy Garcia. They're in this. Right. Garcia was great. Yeah, speaking actually. of old, yeah. I like those two guys uh, a lot, and yeah. waste to see them in this. Yeah. Ed Harris is like seventy-five making this movie, wow. and I, that's impressive. Is he that old now? That is, yeah, he's wow. not, he's now he eighty-one. Are you serious? Fires a, he fires a rocket launcher like a twenty-year-old. Is what he did. I'm sorry, he he's really now does. seventy-one. He's now seventy-one. He was in his late oh, 60s. 65s. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Late 60s making his movie. Okay. Sorry. So he's one of those actors who uh, the first time I ever saw him was in the right stuff. He played John Glenn. Um, right. He's one of those actors where I don't care how shitty it is. The thing he's in, I will watch it because Ed Harris glues me to the screen. I just love yeah. that but guy. And in I, this, it's super dumb and super tropey. And he's, he's just this like stereotype of an evil dude who you yes. think is good. And then he isn't. Like it's all he, those dumb ideas, but something about Ed Harris, man. He always, yeah, Ed Harris. The only thing, only problem was in this movie, he's always a bad guy in the vein of for the greater good. So he'll do anything for the greater good. So immediately when I saw him, I'm like, well, yeah, there's your bad guy right there. It's not Andy Garcia. This ridiculous <laughs> thing that the president is yeah. a bad guy. Right. Come on, stupid. Yeah, yeah Andy Garcia is only the bad guy in Casino Heist films. Yeah. Right, right. What, so. what else do we know him from that was like where he was really bad? I guess it was Casino, those casinos. Truman was, uh, oh, oh, Ed, Ed Harris or no, Andy Garcia? Andy Garcia, Garcia, yeah, just the Oceans 11 and 13. What am I thinking? Uh, oh, he was a good guy in The Untouchables, though, and that was like his big yeah. breakout. Uh, yeah, maybe. he's he's usually. I'm trying to think. Let's. let's he's let got to be here. a mean mobster in some shit, right? 
That just seems like Andy Garcia would be a mobster. He's the good guy. He's the good bad guy. Well, he's the good mobster in Things to Do in Denver when you're dead. He's kind of the focal point of that. uh, What do you do in Denver when you're dead? I haven't seen that movie. Oh, really? really? It's excellent. Yeah. Is it? It's. it's, uh, I'll have to check it out. Never heard of it. Yeah. That might be a good one for for this because we've kind of got the Christopher Walken as the head of the the bad guy mob. Oh, I know what I'm thinking of. He's in Godfather Part 3, the bad one. He was Vincent oh, Mancini, yeah. and he was a he was a bad guy in that. That's what I'm talking okay. about. Okay, yeah, that's a bad movie. He might have been and... a bad guy in Beverly Hills Chihuahua. I don't know, and I don't think I'll ever. <laughs> I'm know. almost absolutely positive he is. He's probably trying to kick the the you know uh, the orphans out somewhere. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm just right. I'm just asking you to come along with me on a wonderful ride, <laughs> the the adventure that is Beverly Hills Chihuahua. <laughs> Oh my You're going Lord. to love it. Really? Not even I if it. I decide to try my hand at getting high while I watch Beverly Hills Chihuahua. <laughs> All right. You know what? Gonna... I'd be willing to I'd be I'd willing it. to see Disney? it here. Isn't it Beverly Hills Chihuahua on this? If it was here on FilmSack, I'd Disney do it for Plus, us. Right? <laughs> I'd do it for us. This is that Drew Barrymore one? Is that wow. the one? Isn't this is, I'm pretty sure it's gotta be a, a Disney movie, right? I mean, you know, it's I'm not part of the Beverly Hills it's, Cop thing, right? Yeah, you know, I'm, it's, I'm, not, I'm, I'm, it's yeah. not the same. <laughs> I wish it was so yes, bad. Yes, it is streaming. It is streaming on, it's on Disney, Disney Plus. Plus. It's I wouldn't. I'm, I'm serious. I would do this for the show. Just the show. Sure. Drew Just Barrymore. Show. No other George context. Lopez. Yeah. No other. George Lopez. Wow. Placido Domingo. Yeah. Piper. Jamie Lee Curtis. Louis Guzman. Yes. So can I expect George Lopez to do a ridiculous Chihuahua? Just like like the most rich, deep. Yes, Chihuahua. Wow. And yeah. Cheech Marin. What? Yeah, I can't believe it. How <laughs> what was a Cheech surprise! Cheech Marin getting the voice of Chihuahua. I can't believe it. I would watch Seriously. this with you guys. Only that content. Put it on yeah. the list. You know what? Put on the list. I'll watch it. An hour if it's and twenty-one minutes. Okay. Could we watch it together? Could we like do a, a <laughs> oh, watch along? Sec, watch along. Interesting. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know I don't how many people we miss, could. We're not going to miss major plot points because deep, we're talking. I'm just worried. Thoughts. I'm worried. I worry more that that would be one nobody would want to watch along with us. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but then again, it's a problem if we do a regular show. So you have a point. I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, don't know. It, I think I think people in our audience would rather watch it along with us and hear us watching it along right. with them than I love to watch it without us. We we always that. resort to this when we really don't trust a movie. <laughs> Totally. Oh, no. Don't make me watch it. And it's been a long time it. since we've done a full movie watch along. We've done a lot of TV show watch alongs, but it's been ages. Could, yeah. yeah, and yeah. it's only an hour and a half long, so it's, exactly. it's a good candidate. Hour and twenty. Like that. Yeah. It's barely longer right. than a Star Trek Next Generation episode. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> right? And it can't I, uh, be much worse than I that. I got to I got to watch Beverly Hills Chihuahua all three movies repeatedly when my got kid was to. a toddler. Three. And uh, oh gosh. it's the first one's pretty good. I'm serious. I'm not. I mean, I'm the whole idea. <laughs> I mean, is is isn't this all the whole idea just from the the images that were all over the internet, or all over our our world of uh, Paris Hilton carrying her little chihuahua in a bag? Wasn't that the whole thing that launched this? That imagery, I or mean, am I getting it I, backwards? I don't know. I don't know. I, yeah, I think this was more a we've we've spent a billion dollars figuring out how to make animals look like they're actually talking. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> to make movies using that technology. Yeah. I think yeah. that's more stats. Yeah. So these actually right. do that. These are the lip synced yes. animals. Oh, things. Yes. Okay. Uh, like pig in the city or sorry, but the babe movies, the two babe movies, I think are the, the best example of that coming into its own. And I assume it's like that where they're, everyone's right. It. Favorite, it favorite more... Beverly Hills themed movie. 
Go. Like it's got it's got to have Beverly Hills in right. well, the you title. Got your Beverly Hills ninjas. You got your Beverly, Beverly Hills, Hills the troop, cop. troop Beverly Hills. Cop. Percent. Cop out and out in Beverly Hills. It's all there cop. All, it's called cop all day. Why would it yeah. be anything but that? It has to be that. Yeah. That's the only good thing. The rest of those are shit. Nine oh two one oh. Does that count? Oh, what's well, that? It's not a movie. Down and out in Beverly Hills is yeah. all right. Down and out in Beverly Hills is just weird. That's a weird movie. When's the last time you guys saw that? Because it's supposed to be a comedy. I think it's just weird. It's very, it's very oh, dark yeah. comedy. I, yeah. I need, I need you to give me the 1993 Beverly Hillbillies. I know, I, I know, it's it. a problem. No, for no, you. no, no, not for me. <laughs> me and you, Randy. Big team. problem for me. Yeah, we got a big problem here. Big problem. Didn't you yeah. walk out of it, or you almost did, or something? Almost did. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to, and uh, whoever I was with, David Collins and his soon-to-be wife Michelle didn't want to leave and so i just sat there with my arms folded listening to the people in front of me go oh my god look granny's on the scooter now so <laughs> every, like doing the- i love it I love that it, it is it is on my search list if we if we get a chance we i am forcing you <laughs> to sack uh beverly the 93 beverly hillbillies and because the yeah. reason i have a good reason this film has lily Hate tomlin yeah, Florence lily Leachman, tomlin. dolly yeah. parton yeah. it has Never jim varney yeah yeah like that alone yeah. but then the every the, hollywood yokel they could find in yeah. one place Dab, dabney coleman a perfect example of a hollywood uh, yokel yeah but it's but diedrich bader as jethro is amazing yeah he it makes his career it's so his good. breakout it's the moment he got a career I'm, i think that movie's great i loved it at the time and i would and i love it it was so mad about <laughs> it, know, it. I, it. I, I, i'm there for the ibit show i just want to <laughs> i mean remember we, we did do johnny mnemonic and uh you swallowed oh, that, that is the one that i did walk out of and oh uh, poor ibit yeah so i'll God. do it sure i'll do it again you know we made dunaway watch more uh minority reports so. yeah yeah bastards yeah. fair yeah. enough you made so this is yeah. your list of beverly hills movies if you're if clueless can't be in this list because it doesn't contain beverly well, yeah hills i just i just did a google search for beverly hills movie and, it, and, and it's everything had a title only yeah. yeah that's yeah. the only one in the list that doesn't have yeah. beverly hills in the title i didn't realize Wait, it was set in beverly hills i thought she was just a snoot from anywhere did it matter snoot you know, Snoop. I don't know. Uh, by the way, this guy, this director of, I, I just wanted to mention this real quick. The director of Beverly Hills Chihuahua. Um, he's done movies. We've done Scooby-Doo. He directed in 2002, uh, big mama's house. We haven't watched that, but he directed big mama's house. Oh, pretty woman. He was the editor, lead editor on, he was the lead editor for Mrs. Doubtfire nine months, miracle on 34th street, home alone Two. The guy's been around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm not saying yeah. you know this makes the Chihuahua movie any better. I'm just saying, right? right. Yeah. Well, first of all, I thought it was directed by Chihuahuas, so I'm mind blown. <laughs> first of all, no, secondly, when you works. said when yeah. you said a movie that was related to that, it made me think about uh, the release of uh, this movie, Geostorm. Yeah, uh, the one we're talking about this week. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so you know, we which had also talked stars about, Andy Garcia, which yeah, yeah also stars. <laughs> Andy Garcia. <laughs> yep. Well done. Yeah. We, we, but, uh, we brought the, it back the, It around. came out the same time it released alongside. This was his competition, Geostorm's competition, which they released on a Friday, not a Thursday, so no one could get an advanced peek and blow the, you know, blow the lid off that it sucked. Yeah. Boo 2, a Medea Halloween, The Snowman, and Only the Brave. That was the competition that week. Oh, wow. 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 That's And what did it, did it launch at number one? I don't know. Did it? It might have. I mean, it, with that know. competition, it might have been the only way right. to do it. Oh my gosh! This, did you guys see what this is? Uh, the Rotten Tomato score on this is abysmal. Horrible. Sixteen percent is 
one of the worst we've seen. Yeah, sixteen percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't know if we've seen anything that low on on RT before. Right. I don't think it. You know, it's it, and you shit. can't just say, you can't say this movie's like you can't say oh there's just a horrible movie because it's got there's quality there but it's just all mixed up. It's like somebody took something that tastes really good and then just mm-hmm. mashed it all together and went there you go and you yeah. go like well. Yeah, mm-hmm. farted on their spoon before they stirred it and things like that. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Here you go. Right. Stir, stir, stir. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's not great. Um, it's also weird that the movie is. I, I didn't even. I stopped collecting them in the clips because it was starting to annoy me. The word geostorm is mentioned twenty times in the movie. How many times do you see a geostorm? I want to talk about that too. Yeah. I was yeah. trying to think. I was like, I was like, where's the geostorm? I mean, you're you're promising it like Twister. There was definitely twisters in it. And I tried to go down to all these different movies that promise something simple in the title and then don't deliver. Yeah. And I'm like, Armageddon really didn't deliver Armageddon. But, but, the, whole, but the whole point they didn't was call it, it, it didn't the, call it Comet. Yeah. Well, right. But, but the whole point was they were averting Armageddon. Right? right. They were they were stopped. So like they were saying this is our ultimate war. Right. Right. And then they, they go and they and they win the battle. So is this them averting right? a geostorm? No, it's it's because no. it's <laughs> seriously it starts we start seeing the beginnings of the geostorm, right? Right. And, but we uh, and they really get to see it. Right. We don't yeah, we don't actually get to see like the full on thing. Yeah. That's Which is, a bummer. Oh, that that's my other big complaint about this too. It's like you gotta have a plan. I mean, any movie like this to have a conspiracy, there's gotta be a plan. The plan just seemed like random virus destruction so that they can keep a hold of what they have. And I'm like but you're destroying the world. And most of it was strategic. Most of it's like, okay, so you're attacking, you know, the other superpowers. You're attacking Russia. You're attacking China. You're attacking Japan. And it's like, okay, cool. And then they go to Rio de Janeiro. Is that? Well, okay. Let me understand this. That's a really good point. The, according to Ed Harris, the plan is to destroy all other countries of, of threat so that now you are forever. Well, what always. was Rio de Janeiro doing to everybody? Well, I agree, but the, <laughs> I mean, you're That's world superpower, uh, Rio de Janeiro. I mean, you're, you're right. probably talking, you know, South America in general or whatever, but the, the, the my whole point is like, if you're going to go and wipe out all these other places, right. why didn't you just do it? Instead, yeah, you're just like poking it. at them. Like you're like, oh, here's a little poke poke. And I don't understand what that was about. <laughs> was that just to get that was to well, get the Jimmy idea, off the, the off the, surface? The explained, yeah, the explained uh, notes on the inside of the cover of the box of the DVD was that it was uh, it was trying to if, if you have enough of these little small storms, it will, you know, it will cascade down into the geo storm. But w- mm-hmm. what then? What then? If it does that, then you can't control it, right? It's just a, a roaming storm on the planet. That's yeah. not good. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I but I guess what I'm saying is the plan to to strategically destroy your enemies, but not America. Right. Is go ahead and do it then? Like I don't know what right. he they, was waiting they, for. Yeah, exactly. What was it's he waiting because they for? Wanted to, they, they didn't want to make the other people mad maybe i'm like well you got the <laughs> ultimate weapon who cares what other people say i mean if yeah. their goal was to a wipe everyone coup. else out he could do it in a heartbeat and that those storms are so quick and so brutal that all you had to do was go push the big red button and now everyone's wiped right. out but us and you're done now now maybe but, internally that would create a bunch of strife because he's not the president and he, exactly. all the people weren't you know gathered together to get killed all at once or whatever i don't know the plan just was convoluted as hell it was a weird plan yeah i'm and gonna kill and then he, and then he did the designated survivor plot he's like oh 
I'm going to kill everybody above me, all yeah. the way down to Ed Harris. Yeah, but but you got to get you got to give him credit. As soon as that one satellite gets destroyed enough, the yeah. waters recede from the city <laughs> like you've never seen a, yeah. a a miracle. It was like the hand of God pushed those <laughs> yeah. waters down. Yeah, I've ne- like wow. Yeah. And we that we do have some technology as humans to uh you know to affect change in the environment but nothing like magic satellites do like instantly oh yeah there's none like, of this is to this level close yeah it's not even close mm-hmm. to realistic mm-hmm. but also the idea that um 2019 was the year that suddenly i know yeah. i understand the no wait now was that i'm now I'm mixing it up with finch again yeah i am that <laughs> on finch it was a huge solar flare that they weren't prepared for because the ozone had been so dis- we had heard it so bad that the right. flare just was unstoppable had we been better about the environment it would have you know, pass us by or just been a hot, hot gear or whatever. Um, right. So never mind. They didn't have that. So, <laughs> yeah. Better, so, so the, they had the, better, the thing they had better ideas. The, yeah. the thing to hold started the whole congressional hearing at the very beginning, you may be confused and not understand this plot point at all, because I didn't realize it until I went back and read it. But apparently uh, Gerard Butler's uh, character had kicked off and used the technology to divert a disaster that he did not have the right to do. And so they realized he had too much power. Just trying to, you know, take him down, so on and so forth. So yeah. that was kind of like the beginning. But that was 2019. Three years later, 2020. Yeah, I just want to give props uh, yeah. to Ibit, who whose general rule some some months ago or years ago, maybe even you said, don't watch a film sack movie and then another kind of like it movie between. <laughs> right. The right. Yeah. yeah. See no, it's a bad idea. Record. It's a yeah. bad idea. Because it really and you didn't take his advice. Yeah, completely effed me up. And I didn't know Finch was like so going to lean so hard into like mm-hmm. environmental disaster. And mm-hmm. it did. And now I've got the two totally screwed up in my head. Well, I did exactly the same thing. I watched this and then I watched Finch. I even I even watched the first half of this, went to a friend's house for dinner, came back, watched the second half, and then the next night watched Finch. And oh, then man. this morning talking about it. But <laughs> you, you've disseminated look, them better than I, I have. Dis- I have separated right. the two. Yeah, I've compartmentalized. <laughs> and that dinner was really, really good. Yeah. Oh, before I close nice. the, before I close my, I am, before I close my IMD, uh, DB out before we, that's where we're going to do. Sure. Um, I just want to say when I, if I ever see buddy boy 60 for his little review on here, I might have to like punch him in the face. Despite familiar <laughs> tropes, Geostorm is surprisingly timely, entertaining, and with a lot of heart. Is this guy being sarcastic? I don't know. I think he's being. Sarcastic. I think he's just wrong, is what he is. Buddy boy, sixty. I mean, like I yeah. say, I could defend uh, any of those statements made separately. You know, timely. <laughs> okay, yeah, I see that. I see. Like we're we are approaching some really interesting times in the future with with regard to AI and and you know powerful machines and so on. Okay, yeah. uh, you know, entertaining. Sure. I mean, my, like uh, my, my 11 year old left and after the first 10 minutes, but if he had stayed, I think he would have enjoyed it. And, uh, a lot of heart. Yes. That was like the thing that actually kept me going through the movie was that the, the movie seemed determined to show me this brother, brother relationship, the father, daughter relationship and so yeah. on. Like I, that was all right. It was yeah, okay. Those were okay. It, you're I, they should you're fine, buddy more. boy. I'm his kid. Yeah, <laughs> you're good. I mean, because the people have spoken, uh, you have your helpful and not so helpful reviews underneath his review and 173 found it helpful and then 156 found it not so helpful. And yeah. that, and that exact review that, you know, kind of hurts your feelings, buddy boy 60, uh, he only gave it, he only gave it seven out of 10. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. So he's not saying it's the best. Yeah, well, right. Also, th- I've said this yesterday and I mean it. Maybe it was this morning. 
we're ruining society by having letting everybody have a voice on everything. <laughs> we really, we really are. It's a true story. And so, like, like customer reviews of almost anything are are terrible. I'm looking up some of those last night because I'm like, what is what do other people think of, oh, of the yeah. harder oh, they it's fall? A bad idea. Yeah. 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 So I'm like, the harder they fall, really cool, you know, amazing movie, all this stuff, and I really liked it. So let's see what other people say. And this guy, his his review was literally this. I don't remember his name, but he says, "Look, comma, I'm not racist, but." <laughs> Oh God! You might as well oh, stop right there. Begin. And then We've he says, done. "Review." Then he wow. says, "What's done. what?" He goes, "What's with all the black people in this cast?" And that's the oh entire review God. with one star. So all I'm Look, saying is, comma, you are I, a racist. And I don't even know if that's <laughs> someone being serious. That could be some idiot fourteen-year-olds having a good time, having a laugh. Yeah. We've screwed up. There is no wisdom of crowds. It doesn't exist. There's no, no yeah. wisdom of crowds. Right. It's all bullshit. Nope. Yeah, it. it's, it's it, wild how yeah. you you actually like crowdsourcing is an actual thing that you can actually do, mm-hmm. and we were doing it long before Web 2.0. Oh yeah, we were crowdsourcing oh, was a thing sure. like uh, when you needed to raise a barn in the 1800s, right? <laughs> and you would get you would get people to come help, and like they would bring their own their own specific talents and and yeah. strengths, right? Except for Jebediah, yeah. they're going. I don't know. There's sure are a lot of white people putting this building up. Look. <laughs> But like crowdsourcing, you can imagine crowdsourcing as a really powerful option in a lot of real world examples. Right. But I'm telling you, don't read the comments. Like, yeah, the wisdom of crowds will always scale down to its dumbest member. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I follow a bunch of different news organizations on Facebook because I really like getting this like broad perspective of like what what is this you know newspaper in hawaii posting at the same time this newspaper from paris this english newspaper from europe is posting right i i really i really appreciate that but my god the comments oh my god i know and it's not it doesn't it's not representative of anything it just is it's giving loud mouth a-holes a voice Mm -hmm. where they didn't really need one like what are you what are we doing Uh, well you know what the problem is yeah we we uh, there's also a secondary problem coming there, and this is the point. This this is the thing that we we people uh, need to <laughs> figure. Out. We, people. Call we people, we people, <laughs> we people, you, me, and uh, you know, the other film set crew. Yeah, it's yeah. something that we need to figure out is how not to be incited and then to uh, boost sure. to boost the noise because that's what's going on. I mean, really, what's going on is we're all we're like, oh God, he's an idiot, and then we boost it. You know, we, we well, and that's right. And, and right. that's a that's a thing that we have to all shoulder uh, as a responsibility, yeah. you know, like in doing a podcast like this, you've got to you've got to always be thinking, you know, I, I, I don't want to uh, cause, <laughs> you know, I don't want to cause someone who has all the time in the world to go, uh, you know, express themselves <laughs> in a way that damages society. Right. 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 Yeah. Right. I don't know. It's a it's an interesting I've, I used to believe I used to be a sucker for this. I'm like, yeah, oh, just think yeah. what we could do with all of these opinions, all of these people together. We're going to find what the great average is. We're going to. No, we didn't. Yeah. We did not. You know what the average is? Yeah. The average is always in the middle of whether the score is practically always uh, well, below it average. It always below <laughs> average. It's always around 50 percent. Uh, I also while we're on it, I don't trust one star reviews. Never have. Never will. Yeah, you can't you get something a one star review. I'm out. Yeah, I rarely. Yeah. You know I rarely. What? You know what you say that uh, unless, say that, right? unless we're talking about Fury Road. I don't trust five star reviews. So, you know, but yeah. like uh, I had my aunt call me yesterday. She lives in Corpus Christi, Texas. She's having a problem with her heating. 
And that's that's right. going to become more of a problem as the oh, yeah. as the weeks go by at this time of year. Yeah. And she had contracted with this company to come and and replace her heater, and they they charged her twenty nine hundred dollars, and they replaced this heating unit, and right. it's not working. Right, and right. and she's like, I don't know what to do. I'm calling these guys; they're not calling me back. They won't come fix it. They won't make it work. Oh man! And so I'm like, all right, I guess I'm getting involved. And I guess I'm writing a Yelp review. Yeah. Well, that's the first thing I did was I went to Yelp. Yeah. And their most recent reviews were all one star. Right. And wow. actually, I you just so I just want to argue with you a little bit. Like that was very helpful to me <laughs> to find out that a lot of different people are being screwed by this. Let, let me ask you this question. Would yeah. you have the same opinion if they're all two star? I don't I I don't know because like people don't leave two star reviews when they've been <laughs> when they've been mistreated, right? Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's interesting. Like the Yelp really needs to be 1, 3 and 5 only. Right, right. That's really the only mm-hmm. only you know, odd numbers. Yeah. yeah. It was it was average, it was great or it was crap. Like that's all the only thing you ever get out of people. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, I mean that's the other thing is it does affect some change like but usually it's yeah. when you're when you've got a bigger following or you got a loud mouth on the internet and you can kind of get the word out there. Like, you know, I don't know. It's all messed up, dude. It's a freaking mm-hmm. what it, a shit show. We just gotta figure look, look. It's almost like a geostorm of uh of social problems. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta we just gotta figure it out. It's it's okay. We're we're gonna figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it, figure it out. We'll get out. there. It'll take us a long time and a lot of people are gonna die, but we'll get there. Right, right. But yeah, you know, it's a big deal. It's kind of like Geostorm. Yeah, it's fine. A lot of people are going to die. Yeah, a lot of people are going to die in Geostorm. But in the end, we're going to go fishing. All right? That's how you look at it. (laughs) And it's all going to be happy. Fishing sucks, apparently. Oh, Oh, come on. Fishing's fun. Yeah, fishing is fun. Talk to your your brother. Yeah, I like fishing. I mean, look, fishing is, here's where fishing's great. Uh, You sit there and you're with someone you like, you know? And you throw right. a thing in there and you hope something bites, but you're not really there for that. You're there because yeah, you're, you're talking, you're, drinking your beer, yeah. or whatever you're doing, you know? Yeah, this is, we don't, we don't depend on, well, us, we don't depend on fishing to feed us. So, mm. you know, we, we choose to entertain ourselves with it. Yeah. I, I, I grew up on a waterway and I'm telling you, like there, there were years of my life where it was just sort of expected that, you know, my dad or me, usually me was going to spend some time every weekend out there pulling some catfish mm. out of the river, oh, it you know, and that like, I, love it. That, I, love it. I, I just wish I had that in my life now. Cause it like, I realize now what a money saver. Wow. <laughs> my parents spent so much less on meat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, really? I don't, that's interesting. I don't find that true at all. I live in the middle of uh now this is going to vary for different people, but I hear all the time. I live in a very, is a woodsy area. There's lots of deer. There's a large deer population. It has to be cut back from time to time because there is Rocky mountain spotted fever. There's a problem with that growth of that deer population. And I appreciate my local hunters who go out and they do hunt deer in the official time of season to do it. Sure. Now, I will roll my eyes anytime one of them looks at me and goes, yeah, plus I'm saving money on meat. And I'm like, oh, my God, man, I've seen how much money you have freaking spent on guns and bullets and equipment and everything else and processing. I'm saving money going to the store yeah. and buying some hamburger yes, meat. Yes, But yeah, that's I get it. I get let it. Let me just say. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I, 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 the problem there is that venison sucks and catfish yeah. is delicious. <laughs> I actually like <laughs> venison. Venison's awesome. I just I like, yeah, I like too. I like both. But 
But my, I can't tell you how many times my dad has said to me over the years when I was a kid that he was going to go fishing with green right. bait. Yes. Like he, he, yeah. he would let me know he's picking up some fish at the store. Green bait. <laughs> yeah. Green bait. It's the cash ca- that you give to the person right. who sells you the fish. Oh, okay. green bait. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, if you told me, you said, hey, Brian, I went out in my Zebco 33 and I caught some catfish. You're saving money on fish. You're doing it right. But yeah. there's nobody around here that I know. They have like trolling motors and, you know, and sonar to detect the fish and eight poles in the in the uh, in the water on a boat. You know what I mean? Just sure. wholesale pulling in fish. I'm like, you're not saving money. You're not saving a dime. You're, you're spending see, money. Yeah. And see, I grew again, I grew up on a river and you just walk right. out there. My yeah. my rod and reel was thirty years old. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and I used to bait the uh, treble hook with like a little chunk of cheese or yes. uh, a hot dog uh, weenie. Sometimes sometimes chicken livers. So yes. you, my parents used to buy chickens oh, yeah. and they came with the giblets inside the chicken. That doesn't happen anymore. If you buy a chicken, yeah, yeah. there's no oh, giblets. Really? It's probably Actually, because people forget to take them out and then they die because the giblets need to be cooked more. Or right. something like that. <laughs> Luckily, I, I live in a small town. We still have a piggly wiggly. And occasionally I forget. <laughs> yeah. I live in a small town called, and they have a grocery store called piggly wiggly. And we get stuff like that. And I'm like, I mean, you go in and you can like, literally there's a big cooler and it's like, I need fat. Yeah. And you like, okay. And you go over to the fat fridge and you get a big old thing of fat to yeah. mix in with the venison. So, yeah. yep. and yeah. the, and the best was when the bread was going stale, you know, like you had a heel of bread that no one was eating. Yeah. You just take a little bit of that and you form it real hard around that treble hook. Oh, and perfect. the catfish cannot resist. Yeah. They love well, the what bread. we're doing right now is telling you old man stories. So you can appreciate oh geostorm just a little that's bit why you more. Bread like, your, like, no, that's why exciting. you bread your catfish after you catch it. Um, and you'll never have better fish than fresh catfish ever. <laughs> oh, it's so good. It's so good. good, dude. Even yeah. though it's kind of a trash river fish, the, the, yeah. the catfish itself is so freaking good. Oh my gosh. Just go anywhere in the South, pull it right out of the I Mississippi. Was, mm. Right. Mm. I was always worried that I was going to die from a catfish bone in my throat though. Boner. You had a boner in your throat? Yeah. Bone. Oh, bone. bone. I really mm. thought I heard boner. I'm not kidding. Either. I yeah. kind of heard it too. I thought I heard Did boner. You? Yeah. All right. You get a catfish Fine. boner in your throat. Mm, catfish boner. <laughs> How you doing, catfish? <laughs> hey, y'all, uh, listen up. Sometimes you need a little help in your lives. You know, you've got to occasionally ask yourself the following question. What gets in the way of your happiness, of your, I don't know, willingness to get up and get stuff done? Or maybe the question is, what prevents you from achieving the goals you have in your life? And you have a bunch of them, right? Well, that's where BetterHelp can come in, betterhelp.com. They will assess your needs. And what's great is they will match you with your own professional licensed therapist. And they'll do that in a, in a safe and private and online environment. It's very convenient. You can start communicating in under 48 hours, which is really, really fast, and never set foot in another uncomfortable waiting room trying to decide if you want to even touch that magazine, let alone read it. They're committed to facilitating, rather, great therapeutic matches, and they made it really easy to change your therapist if you need to. So just swap them out if it's not working out. And they're available for clients worldwide, which is nice. So no matter where you are, you're good. BetterHelp is convenient, affordable, professional, and it's not a you know crisis self-help line it's a you know it's professional counseling which is really really cool 
You can check out testimonials on their site, by the way. Go read all those. So whether you're, you know, dealing with things like grief or self-esteem issues, maybe, I don't know, depression, anxiety, stress, we're all having a bit of that stuff. They're there to specialize in those things and help you. So many people have been using it. They've, you know, had to recruit more people in all 50 states. So here's what I want you to do. Start living a happier life today. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash film sack and join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. That's betterhelp.com slash film sack for 10% off your first month. Thanks, BetterHelp. All right, I'm going to do some uh, some clips if you guys are down. We get uh, clips too? Yeah, we get clips. There's not a ton because the movie, to be frank, is not all that. There's nothing cool. said that you're like, oh, that's hilarious or whatever. It's just sort of whatever. But uh, we'll get into a few of them here. Like uh, all the zaps. This guy's great. Check him out. Tornado. Zap. Blizzard. Zap. Monsoon. Zap. Zap. Yeah, zap, baby, zap. <laughs> zap. I did like that yeah. scene. Zap. Yeah. It was very early, yeah. and I thought, oh, we're going to have Now, give me your tie. Yeah, there you go. Here's- <laughs> I, again, that was very subtle. I'm so glad, because yeah. you just see him in the tie, Yeah, and yeah. you oh, he got it from the doorman. Oh. Yeah, and it's really short. Zap. He wore it very short, which I think was the point, so it looked like yes, ill-fitting, not his or whatever. Uh, here's Toby from the West Wing. There was the incident where you punched a federal inspector in the face. I love that guy. In the face. I was saving him. Richard Schiff's great. I, lo- I love that's the response. I was saving him. Yeah. Put yeah. him in the MCU. I don't know in what what way, but just do it. I love that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ed Harris and Andy Garcia are in this. What the hell happened here? One of our thermospheric satellites malfunctioned over Afghanistan. A UN recon team found it, Mr. President. And the members of the Climate Council, they're aware. Yes, and they've all agreed to keep the incident discreet, but with this many people in the loop, I'm not sure how long it's going to keep. And we're sure this was caused by Dutch Boy. Dutch Boy. Dutch boy. Hey, the Dutch boy. We call it Dutch boy because uh, we're going to say it a hundred times. Hey. Dutch, boy. Uh, Dutch boy. It did seem like during, because it's a re-election year for him in the story, and it seemed like they were, he was running unopposed or something. That was weird. Yeah. He was at the uh, Democratic National National Convention or something, I yeah. suppose. No, no talk of Republican, uh, you know, opponents no. or any of the norm stuff. None of that. No. Uh, okay, he's someone giving a shit. I don't know what this is. Maybe I need to speak to your chief scientist about the fine art of giving a shit. Oh, yeah, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> I like Jar- Gerard Butler unconditionally. I just like him. Yeah. So yeah. I don't... He. This isn't a great role. This isn't a great movie. This isn't anything. But I don't know. I just like having him around. <laughs> I just think he's yeah. fine. Mm-hmm. He's great. You know, nine, eight, or 900? No, 300 was a great... I had too many warriors. 900. Yeah. 900. 900. You saw three times. <laughs> Yeah, like, that's so not nearly as impressive as, impressive as 300, it's not, but yeah. I saw it three times. <laughs> that made me laugh. All right. Uh, he's physically interchangeable with Russell Crowe, but you can't really imagine Russell Crowe in this movie. No. no. Uh, you say yeah. that, but then I've never seen Gerard Butler blow up like Russell Crowe did for that uh, angry driving movie, oh. <laughs> which I don't think he didn't blow up for it. He just uh, decided, he just, he I'm going to do this for a while. Yeah, he doesn't care. I, I yeah. liked that movie. It was. I love that movie. It was pretty good. Yeah, Yeah, it was. See that still. It was disconcerting because it was playing on some. He scared the piss out of me, man. Yeah, it was scary. I didn't love how scared I was. Trying to. I'm trying to find the name. The name of the movie. Uh, Oh yeah, driver. The angry drive. Angry driving movie. Rage. Yeah. Isn't it drive angry? Driving angry anger. Drive anger man. I'm anger man. No, damn it! What is it? Let's look at Russell Crowe. Fury on the road. No, angry. (laughs) What is it? All right, let's. I'm looking him up. 
Rage. No. Uh, unhinged. 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 That's, yeah, that's it. it. Yeah. Unhinged. He's in something yeah. called Poker Face coming up in next year. They're filming it now. Poker Face. Is it the documentary about the song? Sweet. It's the Lady wait. Gaga story yeah. starring Russell Crowe. Finally, we get the documentary we've always wanted and dreamed of. Right. Uh, here's the say the name portion of the show. You can create something far worse than the very thing we're trying to prevent. What we call a geostorm. I don't like editing where they go from the phone call to the guy to the <laughs> yeah, phone yeah. call. But I'm not well, oh, I'd like, I think that's really clever sound design. Like, and also I felt like this movie had pretty good sound design. It's okay. Yeah. I'm bad. I think the effect shots, especially all that stuff looked and sounded real. The water tech was on point. Uh, by 2017, we, we <laughs> had water tech. I love it. Water I tech. love good water tech, man. Water that's my tech. What does the water thing. mean? Mm-hmm. I always say it with video games too. It's like someone will say, "Oh, this new MMO is amazing. It does all these things." And I'm like, "Yeah, but how's the water technology?" Right. <laughs> that was the most uh, exciting thing when we started getting transparent water in yeah, video games. Dude. Like, oh, oh man, you can see through it. I know. And now what? there's waves and reflections and all yep. kinds of shit. It's great. All right, here's uh, another. Oh, he said it right away again. A what? A geostorm. Yeah, a geostorm. <laughs> in case you missed it. <laughs> And that's that's where I stopped because I realized they were going to do it another 18 times. And I'm like, I'm not yeah, recording right. all these. Uh, I like the you... idea that when we get satellite technology that can control weather, we also at the same time get pens that can become phone tablets. Yeah. I'm very excited about yeah. it. Yeah, those pens. Transparent. Those are yeah. cool. Those are cool. Um, my favorite kind of that tech is I, I like the phones in uh, The Expanse. The Expanse. Yeah. yeah. Those yeah, are cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. New season coming next month. Yeah, dude. Holy shit. Last season, right? Last, Last season, season yeah. yeah. And they and they're already we. Um, I, I I'm embarrassed to say this because I love that show, but I have not done the the previous season, so I'm I'm about to oh. binge that. Um, and I guess they get rid of troublesome actor. What's his name? Uh, but but not in the books. What's his name? Um, anyway. What's his name? Not really, really memorable. The but pilot yeah, guy. Uh, the pilot guy that got in trouble for like annoying. getting it on with underage people. I can't think of his name. Jasper, everybody out now it seems is that the Jasper whole Vaughn, the, the Martian the Martian that flies he's got the Texas accent in, in Indian descent you guys know who I'm talking about can't think of his name Cass, Cass Anvar Cass Anvar yeah that guy got oh. in huge trouble uh, anyway oh, good. he was being That's a person I didn't hear about that wow yeah it was bad that's why he's off the show <laughs> <laughs> in the books he is still there um all right let's yeah. see how would this actually work i wrote proof of sabotage at the highest level of government trust no one oh it's that thing where they where the code was in uh, the timing of his talking how do you yeah. know how you don't yes. know how to do that that was the basis of my uh my I, intro it was just so laughable like wait a minute it's this reverse yeah. this code where we got to yeah. figure out the first and ninth words of every yeah right stupid and it wasn't even it wasn't even that it wasn't even that if you watch how they decrypted it so the cipher was his cell phone number because yeah. they thought of it when he was younger right. yeah. but it wasn't that it wasn't like every this word when she deciphered it she did it by timestamp yeah and I'm worse. like it's worse wait a minute yeah. now I can understand doing every doing it by the words but yeah. when you're talking about timestamp you had to time that when you're talking he would have had to practice delivering right. that, one with that, that two speech with that, three exactly with that. right yeah. <laughs> over and over you'd need months it's bullshit I hated it <laughs> it's bullshit they should have done number for, or for order of words sabotage if you did uh, order of words it would have worked order of words no problem you know yeah, yeah, yeah. or at least more believable less less problem yeah but <laughs> but timing <laughs> dumb yeah all right and yet again, I wrote a geostorm. I mean, unlike anything we've ever seen. The brother annoyed me. I don't know why. Yeah, Jim Sturgis. Yeah, yeah. way better. Brush, you know, way better. Brush your hair. Like, uh, 
21 and uh, Across the Universe. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. The that's... Beatles, the Beatles sing-along movie. Yeah, that one's all right. He don't like a yeah. Beatles. Um, I, I s- like him. You do like yeah, I like. I, I think fine. I'm admitting I don't know what I'm saying. I like him. Mm. I like he's him. Fine. You can like him. I can like him. I think he's fine. I just didn't care for it here. You just, uh, you just didn't care. Like didn't he didn't care. Make you care. You could have stopped right, right, right there. It yeah. sounded like he was right. really struggling to hide his accent to me. Yeah. His okay. British accent. I could mm-hmm. hear it coming through a lot. And Gerard Butler is there also not helping. He does the same thing with his Scottish yeah. accent. Yes. Um, but I just, something about Jim Sturgis's just delivery on every line was a lot of just kind of mealy. And, I don't know. Didn't like it. Uh, all right. What a stupid product placement I wrote. This isn't a Chromebook. You don't just put your finger on the power button. You need the kill coats. Really? A Chromebook? You need the kill coats. <laughs> you got all this transparent freaking tablet shit and you're talking about a Chromebook? Why am I so upset about this? I need Wi-Fi. What's the Wi-Fi password here? Do you, do you have the wi- who has the Wi-Fi password? I'm so upset about this dumb detail, but it really annoyed me because really you know was. that's what that is. There's no way you say that in any script unless Google it, threw some cash at you or something. And they, yes, product and placement. They, they pretended like they were complicating or increasing the complexity of the ultimate solution, which was just reboot it. Yeah, I mean, reboot the shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. Yeah. But I can no. I see what they're doing there. This like, hey, uh, here at Google, we'd like you to mention how easy our stuff is. How do you do that? Oh, you mentioned well, this isn't as easy as pushing a button on a Chromebook. F off, everybody in corporate America, you dicks! <laughs> right. oh, I'm so annoyed by that. I don't know why. And the product placements everywhere. There's freaking MacBooks yeah, yeah. and everything. And not to mention, yeah. I've I can't. Okay, I don't have a lot of experience with Chromebooks, but I rarely do. If I ever had to. Turn one off and then back on again. I think it just stays on for eternity, <laughs> right? I don't know. On, yeah, it just does, does it ever crash? Now, if you said it's not a Windows machine, I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, the Chromebooks are fine. Day, I have a Chromebook. I like my Chromebook. It just it's just a weird fit. I mean, I and I realize, you know, if you watch Ted Lasso, everyone loves Ted Lasso. You watch that, it's an Apple commercial. Everybody's got iPhones. Yeah, yeah. They're all the latest yeah. models. Everyone's got MacBooks and iPads, and and they and they're not afraid to just have them out all the time. So I understand yeah. this is a long running thing in Hollywood, TV, movies, whatever. But that one just. I don't know. It fell out of place. It's like, here you are in the future. You got all the future tech in the world. The government has all, all the governments have come together and made transparent freaking tablets to do everything for you. And you're going to mention a Chromebook. Well, (laughs) Hey, while you were angry about that, I was over here trying to go, why would you name your rock and roller, whatever stupid satellite thing an SR 22? That's like bad insurance. Mm. I'm like, pick something that's not super recognizable as a form code number SR 22. Look at you with the technicality. I like I, it. Well, I'm calling technicality on that dialogue. I like right it there. I, I was like hoping that some of the product placement would pay off later. Yeah. Mm. So like for, for example, uh, the, the scene where the younger brother comes to sort of like pull, uh, our hero out of his trailer in the, in the, in the rural Florida. Like he, he, he pulls up in a, like a Mercedes Benz C 300. Yeah. And it's like yeah. a beautiful car. Well. I mean, yeah. Pretty car. Like someone, yeah. Someone has paid some money to this movie mm-hmm. to yeah. make that. And then the, and then the brother Gerard Butler is working on putting an electric engine into a 68 Camaro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Super- I'm just like, Ooh, that's cool. We're going to see that later. no, you're not sorry. No. Yeah. Super future too, by the way. And I'm like, this is supposed to be 2022. Come on. I mean, I know it was made in 2014, but we didn't think it was going to advance that much in 
six, seven years. Did we? Maybe we did. I don't know. Well, on Finch, uh, they retrofitted a 1984 RV uh, okay. to be mm-hmm. somewhat electric. That movie was a little confused about how that. Yeah, with the solar. Uh, yeah. It wasn't the, the one minute I'm like, oh, well, it's solar. So they got all, it's electrical now. But then there were other times they're like, no, he's putting fuel in that car. So I don't know. It's electric. We got to talk about that movie sometime. Uh, we'll do it next Wednesday for recommend. Why? We already talked about it. Uh, hey, not here, butthole. All right. Here's the next. Uh, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally kidding. Uh, here's a. Oh, get us a car, says somebody. You get us a car. I'll get us a president. I like her. It's a dumb line, but I, I like her. Yeah, yeah, I I hated. I mean, I hated just about everything about it. But I will admit, she was the only one that ever allowed me to suspend my disbelief in any when she was in the scene. Yeah, it's crazy. I agree. It's stupid. I agree. No, there's some something about something about her performance. I think she deserves yeah. credit for it. She's great. She is great. I want to hear her rap. There's probably a way to find that. Dusk. I mean, like the internet. Dusk. Dusk. Yeah, probably on the internet. I bet there's. Some, yeah, it's yeah. probably on the internet. Yo, yo, yo! I'm Dusk, and I'm here to say Australia is a great place to stay. There you go. <laughs> uh, here's uh, what something about salvation. Oh yeah, why would you say salvation here? Okay, here you go. We're being told now it is beyond repair or salvation. No one says that. <laughs> They're no. talking about this, this, the ISS, and they says it is. Yeah. We are being told it's beyond repair. Or, and then what's the, you don't say salvation. Right. It's redundant right. anyway, right? I mean, if you're yeah. able to salvage it, you're able to repair it. Yeah. Right. But wouldn't they say even just salvage instead of salvation? Like right. salvation, that's a bad, that's stupid. Yeah. Boy, I'm annoyed with this movie. Repair. Yeah. That's all you need to say. What a movie annoyed Scott the most in 2021. It might be this. <laughs> well, it's hilarious because that should be like a totally throwaway lie. But once again, this movie, like it almost points at the errors. It almost look at it. Yeah. Look at it. By the way, the, I forgot to, we, we barely touched on it, but the Afghani who got sucked out of the airlock, that really got me for some reason. Like, yeah, you, you yeah. said that. That's, that's interesting. That, he got uh, all frozen up and then just sucked out and yeah. then flipping over, head over, you know, whatever. And I don't know. There's something about space airlock. Uh, you know, you're done. You're out. Something yeah. about that. Just. It's actually, I, I think it'd be nice. It's just over pretty quick. It's pretty I mean, quick. it would be. It'd be the quickest death ever, really. Yeah. Not real. Maybe not. Maybe there's quicker deaths, but it's still, it seems like it wouldn't be that it's bad. It's a fast one. The, the, the depiction of it, I always find it so violent and so, yeah, I don't know. Sudden, it's it's like space really doesn't care about the human body at all. It really it's almost like Mother shit. Earth. Yeah, is protecting us and holding us in her cradle. Yeah, outer space yeah. does not care, dude. No, nope. yeah. remember sunshine? It doesn't. It don't care. Mm-hmm. I did. I did enjoy the, the sequences, the action shots of Gerard Butler space manning around oh yeah and grabbing the cable at the last second that was pretty fun yeah. yeah and then like he saves a woman because she happens to be aimed precisely at him yeah that was like, well, that i don't was know great. what the odds are of that but they're really low odds that she would be heading in the right direction in the first place star trek did that every episode two ships would line up exactly somehow and yeah 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 <laughs> again we were supposed to park our brains but the movie wasn't very good at that all right, here's uh, Preachy Preachy McPreachy at the end of the movie. Here you go. Belongs to all of us now. One planet, one people. And as long as we remember that we share one future, we will survive. Oh, the kids said it, so now we can do it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure yeah. it's Which that we easy. usually sure play that's... well because that's what you want, right? You usually want, it's that's, like, okay, that's what we the want. Children are our future. Don't we, uh, we want the world to be what she says. 
Meanwhile, 100%. Nobody does want, not want in, that. In reality, have you seen how people treat Greta Thunberg when she says things? <laughs> I know. Right. Right. I know. Or any kid who's got an idea, they just shut them down. We're whatever. <laughs> We're effed. We're effed. Yeah. A moment of hope like that is like, it's like, read the room, lady. We're all very mad right now. <laughs> and we all kind of suck and have ulterior motives. So what are you doing? Yeah. All right. Well, that's it for your, uh, for your clips. And uh, those were lovely. Now time for the checklist. I now present to you the film sack checklist. The same template as all of these things. Check. Uh, screw actual space physics. We have a movie to make. Check. And finally, Dubai, almost renamed to Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye, Dubai. That place was getting wrecked, man. Um, mm-hmm. All right, let's move on to the Star Trek connections, if any. Randy, did you find any? Yeah, we have exactly one. Whoa. Uh, his name is Corey Mendel Parker, and uh, you noted him a little while ago in Geostorm. He played Lammy. Uh, Lammy was that cool cat who recognized Jake Lawson, and they had their tornado. Zap. Oh, Zap, Zap. What did he play? Okay. What was he in Monsoon, Star Trek? Zap. Yeah. Uh, so Corey Parker was also in the Star Trek Enterprise episode Horizon mm. as a character named Paul Mayweather. And that is it. No one else wow. from this movie. Wow. The further we get from Star Trek, the more. Yeah. I don't know no one respectably, <laughs> no, res, no respectable sci-fi person would dare be in this movie. No. Except for this <laughs> no. one, except for this one guy. Not if they care about the science. Yeah. <laughs> One man <laughs> carried the weight on his shoulders alone. All right, let's move on to the soundtrack. Great. I'm going to give it S for samey as shit. Mm-hmm. It was like all these movies. Go listen to them. They all sound the same. Uh, all I right. could totally listen to this soundtrack isolated away from the movie while yeah. while like playing Destiny 2. I could listen sure. to the soundtrack. Yeah, sure. But you yeah. might be confused as to which film it came right. from. Am I, am I listening to Armageddon? Am I listening to The Day Before Tomorrow? Mm-hmm. And, you, and the answer, Brian, before tomorrow, yes. Independence Day. today. Yeah, the answer is yes to all of your questions. It's the same as all of those. All right, let's get to the Twitter posts. This is where you guys sum it up in two hundred Nick Kate, two hundred eighty characters or less. Holy shit! Let's start with Randy Geostorm, a sport compact car manufactured by Isuzu that was sold in the United States by Geo from nineteen ninety through nineteen ninety three. Known for being fast, inexpensive, and unfortunately cramped and quick to break down. It was just like a Saturday night at Ibbot's house. I like that, that you've like not now. done one of those for a little bit, enough time for us to oh. forget just slightly that you you do those, and then boom, Plenty, there it is. You forgot how much gas you'll find. Yeah. Uh, I ran out of characters. Oh, well, there's always, ne- there's always next time. All right, let's move on to uh, Mr. Brian Dunaway. Uh, Geostorm. Now, eventually, you do plan to have a Geostorm in your Geostorm movie, <laughs> right? Hashtag zap. Nice. Well done. And finally, Brian Ibbett. Ah, here you go, Brian. P- plug your ears. Uh, Geostorm. Cloudy with a chance of I don't think that's how that works. <laughs> <laughs> nicely done uh well that leads that literally leads to this because uh i might be close i have cloudy with a chance of bullshit uh was my, one of my titles there you go. the other alternate title was nat geo porn mm. ah, mm. yeah. which yeah. is you know a lot of boobs from africa but whatever sure. uh let's move on to this uh email selection i have two of them this week filmsack at gmail.com is the email address please keep those coming you guys are the most active email crowd of all the shows on the network like by by a, a huge amount and i love it because you always got so much nice. stuff to say so many cool thoughts 
Uh, let's start with this one from Jeff. Uh, he is an English and science teacher, so this must be authoritative. Oh, cool. And it also refers to this movie. It says, hello, sactastically wonderful podcasters. When Geostorm oh. was originally released, uh, the two social studies teachers at our school decided that having the students watch the film and then comment on scientific inaccuracies would be a great film trip. Oh, yeah. Which I think is a kind of a cool idea. Mm-hmm. When, idea. Uh, when actually, or let's see, when we actually took nearly all of the seventh graders in our school to see the film, both of the teachers were surprised at how little scientific accuracy was in the film. I wasn't, but I guess that's because I watch a lot of bad movies and more than they do. <laughs> in the end, the original assignment was scrapped, and we still didn't let those teachers forget the Geostorm field trip. Jeff, English teacher and science teacher. I love that story. It's a great idea, yeah. though. Like, take them to something. You know, this is the one where maybe it was too too far out. But, like, if you took uh, kids to something where there was some science in the basis of it, and then, you know, the challenge was, hey, kids, tell us where the exaggerations are. Tell us where the falsehoods right. are. Like, that's a really cool idea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like that a it's lot. It's a great idea. Can you spot the bad science? I mean, they would have to. Yeah, the minute you out. walk in, as soon as you see the poster yeah. for Geostorm, I see it. Okay, go back to class. I'm like, uh, I see why. <laughs> Mine, the mission's been scrapped. Yeah, scrap the mission. <laughs> uh, this one from Nick in Springfield, Ms. sorry, Massachusetts says, did you guys know there's a singular episode of Film Sack? Or, sorry, there is a singular episode of Film Sack done without the four of you? This actually isn't mm-hmm. true, but oh, episode 225, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the live action from 1989. This was my movie as a 90s kid. Wore that damn tape out. It is a shame Dunaway wasn't on this one because I feel he would have appreciated it the most out of the four of you. But I digress. Now, before I continue, mm-hmm. uh, Ibbitt was not there one. for one, right? What's that? Weren't you not there for one? I was not there for Pet Cemetery. Correct. Right. Oh, that's right. That's the movie. Yeah. So Brian, and did I not was see Pet not Cemetery. there for an episode that happened when I got sick and couldn't go to Nertacular. Ah. Oh, right. That's true. Yeah, the Nertacular ones. Sure. Oh, right. Twenty fourteen. You were not there for that. Would have we been... had uh, Fletcher fill in for you on that one? Yep. I think it was. Yeah. Was it the car? Where all the cars come alive? The Stephen King thing. Um, oh, a Maximum Overdrive. Yeah. Was that 2014? I think so. That or Sounds right. uh, I mean, yes, um, Maximum Overdrive. Just looked okay. it up. Wait, that I remember being on that one. So oh, it must have not. been a different. Did you, did you yeah. send? You might have sent a clip though. We usually do that whenever not there. No, Punisher. Uh, did you send like an audio clip? 2012. Maybe. No, Punisher or was Masters 2013. Masters of the Universe. Masters um, of the Universe. Oh shit! Now I don't remember any. <laughs> this is great. Well, the point I is, we I honestly all don't ever... remember which one I missed because I missed it. Yeah, all of us have yeah. missed but... at least one, uh, except me, in terms of because you record. <laughs> well, because I record it. Yeah, so that doesn't count. Yeah, right? but... kind of hard. Yeah, yeah. But what, also, one of these yeah. days, though, we're gonna do an episode without <laughs> Scott. We just <laughs> yeah. Scott. We just have no way of recording it. None of the we do it. None of you have ever done podcasts before. Who would? No. Well, you'd see, it would you be. Say. I, 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 I'm going to actually work on this. I want to see what happens if the three of us get together and right. try to make like a substitute show. Yeah. Just, you could just yeah. keep it on the shelf until you need it someday. <laughs> there you go. Funny. That'd be hilarious. I'd be very curious to see how that would go. I don't ever want to do a show without the three of you. Do a film oh. sack without oh, the three of you. Well, we try. That's, that's nice. the other thing I should mention. We try very hard not to ever do that when we're whenever yeah. we can. And I and I think all of those cases were very specific, special circumstances. Right. Um, right. But yeah, we try not to. He says in the final part of his email, lost in the myriad of film recommendations you get, I'm sure you've been told to watch Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, Secret of the Ooze, once or twice. Yes. 
with vanilla uh, ice. World uh, wide, or sorry, uh, WWF wrestler Super Shredder, life size rodents. Yes. It's all great. Uh, he says, "Nay, TMNT three is a true film sack movie that you must watch. There is mm-hmm. time travel via Japanese lanterns. Elias Cotius is back, and uh, as a kid, I hated this one. It was so different from the first two. Uh, hope <laughs> all is well yeah. with everyone. Happy sacking, Nick from Massachusetts. I mean, yeah, why not? Thanks, Nick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd watch totally. another Turtles movie. Those were that first one was shit. Let's do it. Sure, <laughs> I'd watch all of them. Yes, all in a row. I mean, back in the day." So, I mean, I'd have been like, I don't know, 20, 21, something like that when these movies came out. So I was not the the junior high, high school audience that was loving these movies. So for me, they're, they're always crap. They were crap day one. Um, but as a, as a I, 90s kid I, out there, you know, maybe, I don't know, we should probably visit. There, there was a different, so, okay, so there was a different attitude or feeling about movies when I was younger. And I'm sure it's been true for a lot longer, but like, you know, things are dressed up like Muppets and that kind of stuff. And, you know, they're not really Muppets and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but they're people in big costumes. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so we, we accepted it. It's like, it's not like we were being fooled or anything. Like now you just do it with CG and you essentially try to fool your senses into believing that it's kind of realistic. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, even though I knew those movies were not great, I enjoyed the silliness of it. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. We all have movies like right. that, I think. So, I mean, even though you might have thought, no, nah, that's crap, I also thought that's crap, but I also thought that's amazing crap. Yeah. It's amazing crap. <laughs> there's right. a difference between crap and amazing crap, and you know the difference. Right. That's what you're getting at. I feel you. Uh, thanks for the email, everybody. Nick and Jeff. If you want to be like Nick and Jeff, the adventures of Nick and Jeff, you I can send your emails like in. Nick and Jeff. <laughs> filmsack at gmail.com. That's filmsack at gmail.com. Our next movie will be, I don't know, Randy, what are we doing? We, so this is the ultimate Filmsack trilogy, right? 11, yes. 10 years ago, we sacked Highlander. And then six years ago, we sacked oh. Highlander 3. Mm. So in true Filmsack fashion next week, we're going to sack Highlander 2. Oh, my Lord. Interesting. The one that. Wait, I thought there could really only be hate. one. Oh, there is. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Well, Does this one explain why there's more than one? <laughs> <laughs> no, but this one somehow brings back Sean Connery, right? In some right. weird way. Who died in the first one? Yeah. yeah. We, are, we are watching Highlander 2 The Quickening on Amazon Prime yeah. next week. It's going to be garbage. Can't wait. And that was the first one I saw. I saw him out of work. Yeah. And then I had to go back and watch the first one. And were this you like, oh, this first this one's, one's way about better. how to do your finances online using Quicken. Yes, <laughs> how to use the Quicken. Oh, thank goodness. Because, you know, the, the, the built-in uh, tutorials are bad. <laughs> I need some external help on how to get my yes. taxes done. Uh, all right. Well, that'll be next week. Look forward to that, everybody. We can't wait, so you shouldn't either. Filmsack.com is our uh, website. You can go there anytime and use it for whatever it's worth. Filmsack at gmail.com is that email address. Once again, follow us on Twitter at Filmsack. And if you've got a review to leave, speaking of <laughs> crowdsourcing reviews, uh, leave us positive ones wherever you get the show. It really actually helps us. So I guess in this one case, mm-hmm. we make mm-hmm. exceptions yeah, for we'll let you do it. the wisdom of crowds. We believe in you guys. We do. We truly right. do. We know that there's no, you know, this is this is where the smartest member uh, is, uh, is, is dictates the the direction of the crowd there you go because they're all smart yep you nailed it <laughs> that's where i was going yeah i know <laughs> ah, stop it okay. all right look yeah. we can fix all that in post it's not a problem uh it's all good hey well done everybody uh big thanks everybody for listening for me for brian for brian and for randy Zap. 
We'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. A what? A geostorm. 